Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh. Yes. It's the best show back on another Tuesday evening here. As May becomes June, the best show is back, baby, and you can take that to the bank. We got an exciting show for you tonight. We got Kurt Vile in studio. Got Steve Gunn in studio. And we got surprises and more. And the phone number. 201-3323484. That's the number to call in and be a part of the magic. That is the best show. And in some less exciting news. Well, not less exciting. Less positive news. Uh, we've said goodbye to a few... Uh, cast members, as we like to call them here on the show. Uh, Dudio is no longer on the show. Uh, AP Mike is no longer with the program. And Pat Byrne is here in a uh, reduced capacity. Uh, he has been... Uh, he's now in charge of, uh, of uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Turlets. Tur- he's on Turlet duty. But, no, they're all here, and more! It's time for the best show. Get ready, because whether you want it or not, here it comes.
the best show. What do you think about that, Mike? You hear that, Mike? It's Coco. You met Coco. Cool. Coco Haynes got a new album on Merge. Self-titled. Friend of the show. If You Ain't Mine, the name of that song, it's on Merge. Coco Haynes. Best album, one of the best albums of the year. Telling you. My friends, the phone number, 201-332-3484 here on The Best Show on this, the end of, the end of May. Just like Blue Oyster Cult said, remember Mike, when Blue Oyster Cult said that thing about the end of May? You don't? I thought you were a Blue Oyster Cult fan couple songs. What are you, a lightweight? This guy's a lightweight. Yeah. What's wrong? They didn't do uh, Sugar Magnolia Street or whatever the thing. Sugar Magnolia going to name. What is that song? Sugar Magnolia. Rudy Toot Toot. Right? Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. Who's the worst singer in that band? They're all bad. No one has a good voice in the Grateful Dead. Bobby. Mike, just listen to this. Sit back. Spark up that doobie that you've got behind your ear. Right? Parched land, no desert sand. Sun is just a dot. And a little bit of water goes a long way. Song called Then Then Came the Last Days of May, Mike. By Blue Oyster called off the first album. Classic! Classic album. Coco's got a modern classic, just like the way Shawshank is a modern classic. The Coco album's a modern classic. Guys. People are saying, a couple people saying they couldn't get the stream. Hit refresh! Or you should tell them online because they can't hear it. If you can't hear the show, the best show, hit refresh! Thanks. Love, comma, Tom. Open parenthesis and the best show crew. And so, what's up, guys? 
201-332-3484. Who's good here? Oh, uh, 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 Mamacita? Mamacita, please, please, can I have a beverage, Mamacita, please? Please, please, Mamacita. You, you, you know what I like, Mamacita. Please. What? Wait, there's one left. What about that whole, didn't I buy, there's a whole bunch on the shelf. Oh, Mamacita. Thank you. Thank you, Mamacita. Thank you, Raspberry Lime. Are, are there more on the shelf? Yeah, I want you to look. Yeah, we'll put it. I tell you, unchilled. Real blow, real blow to the uh, morale here. Real blow to the morale. Down to the last one. One more. Well, let's chill some of those unchilled ones. All right. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, they must have gone the way of the harvest snaps, huh? Well, guess what? Here. Hold on. Hey, do ya. Yeah. Go to my car. No, I'm serious. Open the trunk. And there's two bags of harvest snaps back there. I'm serious. Can you do that for me? In the in the back. Don't touch anything in my trunk. I'm serious. I got good stuff back there. I don't you rootin'. I better not find out you've been flipping through my issues of Prog Magazine back there. I got that thing right uh, issue right where I wanted. Just about to read the ELO article. Like if I uh, if I find one thing out of whack with with uh, my issues of Prog Magazine. Studio, you're you're up the creek, without a paddle. Best show. Hey Tom, this is Evan from Marlton. Evan from where now? Marlton, New Jersey. Marlton, New Jersey. Where's Marlton, New Jersey? That's on the uh, the opposite side. That's on the Philadelphia side. What? It's on the Philadelphia part of New Jersey, the bottom part. It's a, it's like half an hour outside of Philadelphia. Okay, that's all you got to say. Half hour outside of Philly. Gotcha. What's your name again, Steve? It's Evan. Evan. What's up, Evan? Not much. Um, I just wanted to say I recently got into the show, and I've been loving it. And uh, I want to ask you what the best Yes album is. Well, that's simple. Is it? it? Well, let me finish. Would you? You got them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there was two bags. I only saw one. All right. Oh, thank you. You happy, Mike? You, you got your GD uh, harvest snaps? Who's quit? No, hey, look, all, 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 all joking aside, who wanted the harvest snaps? I wanted the harvest snaps. Okay. Well, you got them now. You got them. Yeah. And anyway, I got Cheez-Its, and they sit there rotting these Cheez-Its. My, my, I want Cheez-Its. Where are the Cheez-Its? I go by Cheez-Its. I end up throwing the Cheez-Its out because they're spoiled. I can't eat Cheez-Its. I ate them and I had stomachache. Yeah, maybe you don't eat them like, like there's a, a Cheez-It shortage. 
This guy's eating cheese. It's like like there's like it's the final day of cheese. It's like he's trying to get the taste of uh, forever like tattooed on his brain. Cheese it. I want more cheese it. Can I go get cheese it? They sit there. I'll tell you one thing. If I come out there, I find one more snack bag unsealed. Dumping it over someone's head. I'm just going to dump it over someone's head. Random. Yeah, you know what, Mike? Take some initiative. Get some chip clips. Thank you. I like that. I like, I like that, Mike. I like the cut of Mike's jib on that. Should I get some chip clips? Yeah, get some chip clips. Mike, you got three points. Studio zero, Pat negative two. So, uh, Andrew, Evan, Evan, Evan. Yes, yeah. So what's the best Yes album? Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, you go with uh, the the one that's got a... Yeah, I'd agree that's probably the best one. I see you knew already, but you asked me the question anyway. Well, I like that, Sick. and I like Relayer. I think Relayer, you know, an argument can be made for that one, but I don't... Yeah, yeah. No, now, if you're talking the best, now you're talking, you're, you're, you want to know, hey, what's a surprisingly better one than you think? Yeah, Relayer. You get to okay. listen to Gates of Delirium, right? Right. But you're actually going for a good one. Either you go with, uh, Fragile or, uh, or, uh, what, 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 what's it the, the, there? The one, uh, Time in a Word? A yeah, you one. think that's up there? And no, not a time. The Yes album is what I meant. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Either the Yes album or Fragile. There you go. You excited right, about yeah, tonight's show? So you excited about the show tonight? Oh, I'm really excited. I actually, I uh, my, the feed cut out on my computer. I thought maybe the, the feed was down, but I guess you guys are you're moving along with it. So I guess it's probably, I'm sure it's my computer. Just hit, just hit refresh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just hit right. refresh. I'll see if or, that works. Or refresh. Yeah, it'll work. Trust me. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. Goodbye. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Mick from Albuquerque. How are you? Mick from Albuquerque. What's up, Mick? Not much. Uh, it's actually Nick, like St. Nick. But, uh, Nick. All gotcha. good. How you live? How are you tonight? Albuquerque, home of, you can say it, say it, say Walter it. Walter White. That's right. Walter White's grave. You ever hey, visit no. Walter White's yeah. grave? No, I haven't yet. I, well, I, Too cool. I, 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 I like to believe he didn't die. Did he ever square it up with Tuco? I'm a little behind on uh, Breaking Bad. I think what happens is him, Tuco, and Gus Spring, yeah. they they end up just doing a taco joint, Trace Hermanos, just totally straight, normal taco so joint. So three, three brothers, Gus Spring. Exactly. So it's a food truck. Is it a food truck, Trace Hermanos? Yeah, it's a food, well, it's a food, yeah, tiny little truck. 
Those three guys working together. I'm the one who takes the orders, right? <laughs> yeah. Hi, exactly. I'd like to uh, order uh, from the from the taco truck. Who should I? I'm the one who takes the orders. Yeah, I'd like uh, like a couple uh, these uh, chicken tacos. I guess is what I want. You're yeah, damn right yeah. you do. <laughs> What's it? You know, look, I might have to go see that movie Wakefield. Oh, is that a new? Is that with Cranston? Is that Cranston's new? Cranston. Movie? It's Cranston's tour de force. Hey, Mike, you know about Wakefield? Watch the trailer for Wakefield out there. I went to watch it. He's like, uh, he's eating out of a dumpster or something in it. I watched that movie, Why Him? Oh, I really wanted it. How was it? Oh, it was so good. What do you think I was going to say? Well, I, I, I don't know. I was actually really looking forward to seeing that. Really? Yeah, I... Real, you were really looking forward to seeing it. When I saw the trailer, I thought it was like Oscar bait. Hold I'm on. I'm not even kidding. You not thought... Not even kidding. No, you are kidding. No, I, I was like, these, this is going to be a really funny comedy. It's really topical. It's like the whole Silicon Valley thing of like... Yeah, the whole Silicon Valley. Yeah, so you thought, you thought it was going to be a, a look at Silicon Valley... And, uh, you know, you know how those comedies always just clean up at the Oscars. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Get off my phone. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Nick in the Bronx. All these Mick's calling tonight. What's up? Uh, this is, this is Nick. Nick. Uh, no, Nick. So we had one Mick and one Nick. What's going on? Hey Tom, I don't want to. I don't want to be a dead horse, but I, I I wanted to tell you a story to make you feel better about your Patty Smith story. This I gotta hear. Okay, all right. Um, about three years ago, I was uh, I was backstage at a show I was working on, um, and the rapper Nas was uh, backstage. Yeah. And uh, I grew up as a big fan of Nas, and I saw it as an opportune time to. Uh, speak to him when he obviously did not want to be bothered. Yeah. And and I told him, I told him I appreciated his music. I thanked him. He uh, he obviously did not want to speak to anyone, and he was very kind. He you know he gave me hand handshake. He was very nice, mm -hmm. and I uh, backed away from him slowly, and I fell over a, a concrete ten weight in front of him. <laughs> did he laugh? Uh, no, I think uh, I was I was helped up by coworkers, and okay. I think I, I think I scared him. He didn't laugh. No, no, I don't think I, I, I think all the circumstances involved. I don't think it was a laughing moment. I think it was. I think it was. A, I think he was frightened. I think I'm I was scared of that guy. Yeah, that guy's yeah. actually upsetting me. Yeah, I, 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 it was it was heartbreaking to see him and then to to meet him and then for that to happen, but. But I, but I, I know your pain, and I, I want you to let go of that pain. Well, you know what you should have said to Nas? Look, this is what I'd say. If Nas blew me off, you know what I'd say to him? What? The first thing I'd say is, show me some respect, Nas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second thing I'd say is, if you don't show me some respect, and if he didn't show me respect, then you know what I'd say? 
Well, mm. someone's about to get ethered, right? Oh, 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 man! I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. You should have said, "I'm going to ether, I'm going to ether your ass, bro." I, I don't know what I would have had on hand, though. I, I, I don't, I don't know how I would have done that. Do you? Would you? Well, then you go uh, off and you you write a and uh, you do a, 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 a takeover ether kind of thing. I didn't have then time for probably, that on the spot. Well, of course you don't have time. You tell them, show me some respect now, or I'm going to go off and work on this song, and then send it to your management, and hopefully it gets to you. Do, you, do what would be your version of that for Pat? For I, got, Patty Smith? I, I got no problem with Patty Smith. My thing was not. My thing was not a. Uh, my thing was not your thing. That's true. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Tom, thank you very much for speaking to me. Hope you have a good night. Best show. Hey. Hey. This is Henry Hefner from Connecticut. Henry from Connecticut. Uh Uh-huh. Henry, what's going on? I have a question. Well, first of all, let me ask you a question, Henry. Uh, are you, are you young? Yes. How young are you, Henry? I'm 11 years old. Okay. I'm, look, I'm not, I'm just trying to get a little bit of context. I don't know if you're doing a voice or if, if if that's how your voice is and you're an adult. I'm at the mercy of the people who call, and that's the thing. I'm respectful to everybody who calls. I try to be a nice guy, everybody who calls. Sometimes I don't I don't know what people are doing. They're doing a comedy routine or if they if the their voice is actually their voice. I don't I'm trying to navigate through this. But you can always trust me, and I say this, I swear to you, the best show listener. I'm trying, I'm trying, that's all I say. So Henry, you're you're 11. Uh Uh-huh. How's school going? Okay. What's your favorite subject? What's your favorite subject? What's that? Math. Math? Math. Yeah. You like math? Uh-huh. So what did you want to call about, Henry? Well, I have a band called Two Minute Miners. I was wondering what song I should do next. You have a band called Two Minute what? Miners. Two Minute Miners. And what does that mean? Is that a hockey thing, right? Yeah. Every and- member in the band, including me, plays um, hockey. So it's like a hockey-based band. Uh-huh. And you do songs all about hockey? No, not really. So far, we're just covering songs. Like, well, 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 what are a few of the songs you cover? We did I Want to Be Sedated. We did Should I Stay or Should I Go. Okay. Um, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, Holiday by Green Day. Um, One holiday! Yeah. Who, who sings? What? Who sings in the band? You? No, I play drums. You play drums. Uh huh. So, what do you think of the singer of your band? Do you like him or her? Yeah. Hmm. They're all right. Yeah. So, what do you want to know? Another song you should do? Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. Think. Because my band all has to come up with um one song. That we want to learn. Okay. So, yeah, I was wondering hmm. what I, what song I should do. 
Why don't you do? Hmm, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Smash Mouth? Maybe. I don't know. What about that song? And then I saw her face. You know that song? <laughs> no. 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 Why don't you what? put Shrek makeup on and that's the one song you sing, right? Why don't you bend down, you smear some green uh, paint all over your face, then you start, then you just like, hey, our drummer's going to sing one. And it's like, I thought love was only true in fairy tales. That could be you, right? It's your it's your time to shine. No, I can't sing at all. You can't? Hmm. Can't. What about white riffs? What? No. What song? White riffs. Who's it by? Kurt Vile. Right. <laughs> what, the ghost of, what about the ghost of Freddie Roach? No. <laughs> Let me think of another song. You want to do what do you want to do? A lively song? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Punk rock. A punk rock song. Why don't mm-hmm. you do a stu? Why don't you do "I Want to Be Your Dog" by the Stooges? Probably will do that. Right? Yeah. Or why don't you do 1970? Right? In the fun house. (laughs) Right? Thanks, everybody, by the way. I want to thank all my friends for uh, hooking me up with with, uh, Nick Cave tickets. Greg, thanks for keeping me in mind, all my friends. Everybody going to the Nick Cave show. Nobody. Hey, Tom, you want to go? That's fine. It's fine. No, yeah, don't take, don't take me. Don't come crawling me when you want something. You gotta go I gotta go to bed. You gotta Thanks go to bed. Discussion. No, you don't. I'm not done with you okay. yet. I'm not okay. done with you yet, Junior. Okay. Why don't you do uh, strawberry soda by uh, Royal Trucks? Yeah. That's a good idea too. Yeah. Do Water Park by Royal Trucks. Yeah, that'd be a good, right? Yeah, it's my mom's favorite band. Who, wait, who, what's that now? That's my mom's favorite Your band. mom's favorite band is Royal Trucks. Yeah. What are you, the coolest kid ever? No, what? She's got no, the coolest I mom. All right, your mom can't mom say she's the cool. I hear her in the background saying how cool she is. She just lost a couple <laughs> cool points. She's not cool. Yeah, and I call her Mamacita. You do call your mom Mamacita? Yeah. Does she bring things when you call her Mamacita? No? Yes. She does? Yes. She does a lot of the time. Why don't you do this one song off the Tommy Stinson album, I Can't Find the Studio? It's a new song he wrote. I'm Lost. Um, It's called I'm Lost and I Can't Find the Studio. Sorry for this. Sorry. We did nothing but overburden you with our scheduling issues. A long time. Do Fun House. We're the Fun House, right? Scare, scare all your friends, right? And you're like, oh, oh, right? Yeah. All right, bro. 
Go to bed. Hi. Seems like a good kid, right? You like that kid, Mike? He's all right. Do that song, He's All Right, by Kurt Vile. Kurt Vile will be in studio shortly. Steve Gunn will be in studio shortly. Right? Who's this? Uh, here comes AP Mike with a note. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah. Thanks. What, what are you, what are you optioning it? Mike comes with some note about a short story. Mike, I read, uh, Count of Monte Cristo. I finished it. It's the best. I loved it. I love it. He gets revenge and he doesn't stop getting revenge. And then at one point, he's like, maybe I'll stop getting revenge. Maybe I went too far. And then he's like, man, I'm still going to keep getting revenge. What? This guy's on his own. Well, what are you doing out there? Yeah, that was not much of a brawl. Guy whipped a ball at, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his name? What? Bryce Harper? Yeah. Whips the ball at him, hits him. Then the guy runs at the mound and they punch each other once. That ain't my idea of a brawl. They should have lowered an octagon onto those dudes. Right? So Count of Monte Cristo is like 1,250 pages long. I finished it. Good book, man. Revenge. They get him. How it goes for the first 200 to 300 pages. He gets got. Then for the remaining 950 pages, they get got. That's my summation of the book. First 200 pages, he gets got. Final 900 something pages, they get got. Forgetting him. Because look, I'll say this. Yeah, look, I know I've been uh, in a, a, a sour mood for the last few months. I know it. I know it, Mike. I'm sorry. Mike, I apologize. I know I've taken it out on you. 
studio. I apologize. Well, uh, no, I do. I do. Pat, I apologize. I've been hard on you guys. Taking it out on you guys. See, Pat said, yeah, you have. No problem. I forgive you. Dudio said you have nothing to apologize for. Not true. I apologize. So. Yeah, man. I was in a hole. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be in a, in a hole like that. If you, as long as you don't keep going down. It was nice to be able to just be there in a way and say, you know what? This is the bottom for me in this aspect of my life right now. This is the bottom. Oh, look at this sarcastic guy. Tom finished a book. Let's have a party. As if I, as if I can't finish a book. Who is this now? Wall, Wally Wacky Man said that. Oh, sorry I'm not the reader you are. I'm doing what I can. Tom finished a book. Let's have a party. Sarcastic. You know what? Yeah, I did finish it. I'm not asking for a party. Maybe you haven't figured out how this show works. I come here and I talk about uh, a lot of times what happened the previous week. So yeah, so it was in the in the in a in a in a hole, climbed out. A couple weeks ago, I decided, you know, they can't take any more away from me. I'm not going to give them more. They already took enough. I thought about stepping away, checking out. It's nice to try those things on for size, though, like quitting and and. You see how they feel. You're allowed to. You're allowed to see how it feels to to think about different options. So you're not just on the treadmill of life. So. And look, one thing I figured out, not dancing. Not dancing for bums. Not dancing for bums no more. A couple weeks ago, realized I'm not dancing for bums. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it for myself. Rocky Three style. When he said, when, when Adrian said to Rocky, you gotta do it for the right reasons or something to that effect. And then he did, and then he beat up Clubber Lang. Sorry. Spoiler alert. You took it away from me. I'm not there. You can't take no more. All right? All right. So, with these half talents and no talents, they're already ruined. They're already poisoning the well. World's already uh, loaded with them. Not me, man. I'm the real deal, baby. Who gets a street named after him? Admittedly, look, it'll happen when I'm gone. I know that. I won't see it. AP Mike will be at the ceremony. Dudio will be at the ceremony. Pat will be at the ceremony. 
taking it back. So I'm like, I've been writing. I'm like, I'm going to write every day is what I said to myself. I'll write myself out of this hole. So I started writing every day, no matter what I'm writing. Started right, held myself to it. Then, then last week, I did the best show last week. Headed out for a few days. Little solo trip, ducked out to do some uh, writing. Where'd I go? Ocean City, New Jersey. You know it, Kurt, right? Ocean City. You know the place. I was there for three days last week. You get the funnel cake? No, I didn't get funnel cake. What am I, a, 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 an unclaimed dog? Eat funnel cake? No, I went to the, the core stand like a, the, like a civilized human. Got a small soft ice cream with uh, rainbow sprinkles, Mike. Funnel cake. What's next? Fried Oreos? Is that what's next? I'm going to say this. This fried Oreos, fried Twinkies, whatever they're dropping in that fryer. You know they're dropping the stalest stuff on earth into that thing, right? They're at that, they're, they're going to the Entenmann store, uh, they're going to the Entenmann store, they're getting it Wakefield style. Out of the dumpster. Then they drop it in the, oh, you want a fried coffee cake? Yeah. Some stale stuff, man. The fryer erases all sins. The deep fryer erases all sins. So I go down and look. They, they, where am I going to stay? I stay at this bed and breakfast, right? I never, and I'm so skeptical of that bed and breakfast thing. You know what? I want somebody jolly up in my face. Are you having a good time? How are you today? Thankfully, this place was a pretty much, I think I might have been staying in someone's house. That they did not keep track of. That they, that they did not know I was in their house. I actually think I might have been staying in someone's house without them knowing. Cause I showed up and some guy's like, yeah, oh wait, you got a room? Okay, yeah, you do, do room two. So I get there, I get in the room, nice room. I start writing, I'm writing, I finally feel it all coming back. I'm writing like a madman. It's pouring back. And I'm walking the boardwalk, it's empty. That's the other thing, it's empty. Ain't no one back yet. I'm walking that boardwalk. Most of the stores are closed. It's like the greatest thing I ever saw in my life. Most of the stores were closed. Arcade would be open. I'd play uh, pinball. And I was like, I tell you, man, I was cleaning up. It's like one of those things. It's, it's, it's like uh, I was playing a family guy pinball machine. 
and I kept winning game after game on it. Like I was on fire on this thing. But then I got to hear it's with see Family Guy characters and meh, fart multi ball stuff. Oh, what? I can't I can't be cleaning up on a higher class machine. Got to hear barf sounds. kind of like a trade-off what if you were really great what if you had a really great hot streak on a pinball machine but it, the pinball machine itself made you a little nauseous because it's family guy sound effects then I start to realize So those are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday, it starts, people start showing up, and I'm like, what's this? What? What's going on? Why are there people here? Starting to bum me out. Oh, yeah, they're here to use the boardwalk, just like normal humans. This is not, I am legend. You are not in an abandoned boardwalk. It's just the end of the off-season. It's like, yeah, it's like being a little bit of a lone wolf. Start to realize. I like being alone. I'm okay being alone. Get these people who can't handle being alone. I don't get it. I love it. The idea that some people like think it's, could you imagine some people are like thrown by going to the movies by themselves? That's like the best. Go see a movie by yourself. You're off the radar. You see it. You do whatever you want. You see some dumb movie if it's a piece of trash and people are having a bad time. You're not. You're not. You don't have to look at them because you picked a bad movie. Go to the movies with other. What is this? Seinfeld. Go to the movies with other people. Did anyone go to the movies with other with others more than the Seinfeld crew? Every episode. You want to go to the movies? Yeah, we'll go. What's playing? Yeah, Channel. Go in this other arcade. Put a $10 bill in the change machine. Spits out dimes. Dimes. What, what, what am I doing here? Dimes. Why do I need Dimes. What was this? Uh, Halloween? I'm an old, old, uh, the, the, the old lady giving out dimes on Halloween? No. Dimes. So I got this pocket full of dimes. Yeah, people started showing up. I started being like, man, I think I, uh, I think I'm okay without people around. But I got this writing done, man. Kid's back. Finished it. Finished the thing I was writing. Now I'm going to write some more. Got more writing to do. Every day, baby. That's how we do it. And at one point, I ducked out. I went to go eat. And I went to Atlantic City to a buffet to eat. Because my... 
patterns are very limited. Another thing, all by myself. Yeah, I'll eat the buffet by myself. What do I care? One. One, please. And look, admittedly, you go to a casino, to the buffet. The people eating by themselves usually look like they just lost their life savings. And the casino threw them a free buffet coupon on the way out before they go out to basically get executed by the mafia. Yeah, I don't get, again, this Wally Wacky, man, this is the most hurtful thing to come out of today. Tom finished the book. Let's have a party. I'm sorry I'm stupid. Sorry you think I'm stupid, bro. What, are we supposed to be reading Labyrinth? And then I heard they're rebooting Labyrinth. Can you imagine? Labyrinth. Who who, who are they going to put in it? Who's going to play David Bowie's role in Labyrinth, the reboot of Labyrinth? Who? Who's going to be in it? Who are they going to put in it? What's his face? Weird Al? It's got the big, the big Muppets. No one wants them. No one wants those big Muppets. Got this one. Now I look on Twitter, Wally Wackyman. That's not what I meant. Look. You, look, exactly. Yeah. I want your backpedal. Backpedal a little more. Joke blew, you, look, you, you zung me and it blew up in your face. Just like one of the, the crystals from the dark crystal. Two for the labyrinth reboot, please. Right? Who's that gonna be? In that thing. Yeah. Who's going to be thinking? Bruno Mars? Get Bruno Mars up in that thing? Right? It's me, Bruno Mars, and I'm in Labyrinth 2. Best show. Hey, it's uh, Scott in Colorado. Scott in Colorado. What's up, Scott? You were talking about the Family Guy pinball machine, and I wanted to ask if you played the South Park pinball machine. Yeah, I actually did. I played that one as well, which was even more repellent <laughs> than the... Uh... Well, first of all, it's out of date. It's like first season South Park, and you're just like... Season what? one, season two, yeah. You're like, what is this? These things, they don't even talk about these things anymore on the show, Right. Cheesy poofs or like these things, like the uh, uncles, the hunter uncles. I was like, get out of here with this thing. <laughs> Very easy multi ball on, on that. I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I like you got to work for your multi ball. The game hands you the multi ball uh, like it's uh, guaranteed. Three Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a multi ball. Is that how it is now? Everybody gets a multi-ball. So what's up? Well, what's up with you, Chief? Oh, I'm spending my Tuesday night my favorite way, listening to the best show. What are you doing? Also, you getting you? What do you, you got? A cold brew with you? Is that what you got? Yeah, I got a I got a cold brew. Yeah, right. 
I don't know why that's so funny. Well, what else you got? A little bit of, uh, you know, it's Colorado. No, it's in Colorado. You can admit it. Legal. It's legal. I'm an adult. Right? You got a little bit. What do you got? You can say it. A little, uh, little tokes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're under arrest because this is a national oh. radio show. You're under arrest. Federal. Yeah. Federal crime. You just committed. Look, if you called a local radio show there, like Brett, what's his face? Who does the show? <laughs> what's his that guy's name? I don't know. Denver? Brett's, Brett's, I don't know. Brett Saunders. All right, bro. Yeah, South Park pinball, Family Guy pinball, not so hot. But I'm good at I was good at them, but it was disappointing to be good at them because then they're just like... like South Park was made for third graders and the pinball was too, so... Thanks, bro. Best show. Oh, hi, Tom. Uh, this is Cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. What's going on, Cat? Um... Well, I'm actually not in Raleigh at the moment. I'm in Illinois at my parents' house. You're not in Raleigh. I am not, like, fixed to the ground. I can move around. But, no, I I know that, Kat. But now, where are you? You're in Illinois? I'm at, I mean, I'm just visiting. I'm visiting my parents at their house. I grew up in Illinois. I'm not originally from Raleigh. So your name tonight has to be Cat from Raleigh, currently in Illinois. But that's a mouthful. Well, I just said it. Wasn't that much of a mouthful. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Come on, Cat. I know you can do it. I believe in you. Okay. Cat from Raleigh, currently in Illinois. It wasn't that much of a mouthful. It was mm-hmm. quite breezy. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, Cat? From Raleigh, currently in uh, um, Illinois. Okay, it's pretty, yeah, it's annoying. So go ahead. Um, are your guests in the studio yet? I actually have a question for Kurt. Kurt's in the, uh, Kurt's in the, uh, the Best Show VIP lounge. Oh shoot, I should have called later. He'll be coming into the studio shortly. Hmm. Why don't you give me the question and I'll relay it? Uh, I kind of wanted to hear his reaction. <laughs> Kurt, I'm bringing him in just for you, Kat. Oh, thank you. What? <laughs> what? He's come stomping. Wait, first of all, what's with the camera with this? It's always a new angle with you. What are you, Ralph Cramden? Right? We've been working on a the dumbest documentary ever. It's going to be, it's going to have an award for the best most dumbest documentary ever. It's going to have... Okay. But we just have to have you in it. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Jello Man is filming in here. I'll take it off you <laughs> That's all right. Look, you guys do what you're going to do. We won't do it without asking you twice. All right, now stop talking. I'm just kidding. I can't handle... He's... First of all, Jello Man, your brother, Kurt, is... He's he's a, he's a man of many talents, and now photography apparently is is one is one of the many things you bring to the table. 
Right. So you're making a documentary? Not, not really, but, you know, I remember actually Paul called when we were, he was filming a lot of stuff, the making of the last record, and uh, we just picked it up again randomly. This is fun, and we just thought we should have you in it. So now you're in it. All right, now stop. Just kidding. It's like your security. He just hovers, and he, I didn't All say right. you couldn't hover. All right, but get out. Get it's out. My, it would be better without get you out. in here. <laughs> Kurt Vile, welcome. Thanks. Back to the airwaves. Cat, our caller here, has a question for you. Go ahead. Okay, so what I've been thinking for a long time is, first of all, do you know how, like, for a while, people would heckle Ryan Adams by, sh- like, shouting Summer of 69 at, the- at him, and then after a while he gave in and actually played Summer of 69? Who's Ryan Adams? I never heard of him. Oh, he he was a musician and was he? Is, he still is. <laughs> he's not dead. As far yeah, as you're I writing know. him off like it's a no. Yeah, I would fight for you. Okay, so yeah, so he because he his name was like Brian Adams. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is, has anyone ever heckled you, except that you shout, Max the Knife! Max the Knife! Uh, I mean, they, no, the the most annoying version of that is when stuffy types on message boards or whatever else act like they're the first person who thought, oh, oh, like, what's he going to play, the three-penny opera, like the real Kurt Vile? You know, I don't know. I just don't like when people think they thought of that for the first time. It's like, yeah. You know, Kurt Vile, Kurt Vile. It's, hey, hey, it's, it's easy. Hey, Mike, you might not want to do that thing you said you were going to do earlier. <laughs> you were, he was going to, Mike was going to do a whole 10 minute thing on Three Penny Opera tonight yeah. that he's been working on all week. <laughs> so you might want to ice that, Mike. I was like, um, what did he do last time? What did he sing last time? The Boxer. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the halls on 8th Avenue. And I'm waking up in my winter clothes and wishing I was home, going home. But I get no offers. Who's that, Wally Wackyman? No, that's that's the way he sounded. Who did, Mike? Mike. Looking for a job, but I get no offers. Ah, saw the holes on 7th Avenue. Yeah, he was a little too. And didn't he change it to 8th Avenue yeah, or something? Exactly. Weirdly specific. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to punch up Paul Simon's lyrics and make it 8th Avenue. Would you get, get a commission? And I'll say this. This AP Mike, he's one of the best guys I ever met in my life. Um, I think about the day I met him, he came in here, took over from the previous call screener, um, Matt, found Mike, came in, Mike thought he was one week and out. He thought he, he, he thought he was boring. I thought he was perfectly fine. I wanted boring. He was like, was I too boring? I'm like, look, (laughs) yeah. It was perfect. You were so boring, it was ridiculous. 
And then finally, one one year in, he says to me, the moment that it made it made the this chapter of your life, Mike. Why don't you watch this movie, Strudzik? It's funny. If you didn't do that, Mike, who knows where you'd be? Who knows where I'd be? I certainly wouldn't be here today, and that's so far. I'll be eternally grateful for that moment, Mike, that you thought the Werner Herzog movie Strozek was funny. Do you know about these master classes, Mike? You got one? Yeah, Werner Herzog has a master class where he... That seems like a little bit of a, a rook. Like he's like going to teach you how to direct. It's like, really? He's really going to give the secrets away? Because then his things are always just like, he always has like weird advice. He's just like, you should stop watching movies. Okay, what? Okay, stop watching movies. Okay. Like his contrary advice. You should read more books and only read books and don't watch movies. Okay, that's your filmmaking advice. Cat. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your call. Okay. Have a grand evening. Okay. Kurt Vile. Yo. What's up? Hey, uh, what's your favorite uh okay. Uh you know Werner Herzog when uh when he hears that's actually not, kinda sad, but you saw Grizzly Man, I'm sure. Yeah, I saw both Grizzly Man movies. Oh, is there two? Yeah. Oh, is there like the making of No, the there's one where they go back. <laughs> okay. It's called Grizzly Man Two, Hunt for a Grizzly. I just think it's really intense, but like you almost wonder, is he acting? Probably not, but maybe a little bit but he's like pretend it was you who were the one with the tape. And he's like Tom You must never play this tape. You must never play this tape. Intense. Yeah. I was watching. Oh. He, you know, the thing with him is sometimes when he thinks he's like super funny, like. I know. I was watching this one movie he did about the internet. And then, like, he was talking, but he's like. And then in the movie, it's. We show the monks. There are monks surfing the web. I was like, okay, yeah, it's not that fun. Like, he's saying it like it's the funniest thing he ever heard. And these monks, they. They have internet passwords, and they download different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they download but, different songs from the internet, and you're just like, "Yeah, okay." And but he's saying it like it's literally the funniest thing that he's ever observed. But yeah, Werner Herzog, king of comedy. <laughs> that would be. I never saw the Bad Lieutenant movie he did. I should see that, right? Is that a joke? He didn't do that. He did Port of Call, New Orleans. Right, Mike? Bad Lieutenant. There was a Bad Lieutenant sequel, which is not a sequel. Was it a sequel? Wait, like... Harvey Keitel's not in it. Nicolas Cage is in it. He does real... See, I'm sorry. I don't don't mean to show my... No, no. That's... Look. You shouldn't believe it. It sounds insane. I thought he just did documentaries. Well, no, I know early on he did those crazy movies, but then yeah. I just thought he switched to... I didn't no, think he, he does, did he modern goes, movies. He goes back and forth now. Okay. He goes back and forth. Port of Call, New Orleans. The monks. Would you watch it, Mike, if I get you that master class? 
Why don't we start getting free stuff like that? Did you ever? Drives me up the wall. There's he, also like a uh, list supposedly he where he really rips into his maid. Did you ever see this letter? Uh, no. Werner Herzog. He just. It could be fake, but it was it was hot news for a second. He's like really ripping into the maid. How she? You could look it up. It's a. Li- it's like this. He really. I guess just let's just say the house wasn't to his clean to to his liking, to his uh, anal retentive liking. If we could say that, yeah, we 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 just did. Here it is, Werner Herzog's note to his cleaning lady. Yeah, <laughs> here we go, Rosalina, woman, you constantly revile me with your singular lack of vision. Be a, is this real? Yeah, I mean. It was real. I mean, it could be fake news. Your money is under the guillotine. That's like how he signed it. This is great. Oh, my God. It's right up your alley, I thought. This is, oh, look. It is right up my alley, brother. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Now, speaking of brother, Paul. Yeah. Because Kurt Vile, this guy, look, this guy's a straight up rock star. This guy plays shows everywhere. Yeah. Terminal 5 sells it out. Uh, tours, he tours the world, this guy. What's it like when you just say, my brother is a rock star? Well, I watched it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you didn't meet him <laughs> four years ago. He loves it. He loves it. So just sit down. Just come in and have a seat. Just have a have a seat, <laughs> Paul. Because your name is Paul Va, but you 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 promote yourself as the Jello Man. I think he's a new Jello Man. Though. He's not the old Jello Man. There's something different. Your your you first of all your fitness is you're, you're so physically fit now that it's it's like you're just you you are like a like a a wall. You're like one of your own mason recreations. Do the walrus. Yeah, like the you walrus. would be, you are, you are your own, you are your own masonry now. You have become the stone. <laughs> I can build your patio. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Yeah. You notice I didn't follow up on that the last time we talked about it. I never, I never was just, I didn't reach out to be like, hey, well, that patio stuff you were. Oh, I know. Look, I don't need a patio. But I was selling Jello shots before Kurt got a record label. Oh, come on. Before so, Mexican Summer. Yeah. Is that true? Let's not give Mexican Summer the credit of the first record. The first record was? Well, actually, let's not give Rich the records. first record credit, credit at all. Okay. All right. But that's not what I – sorry, I'm just getting sidetracked. Sure. The very first CD came out on a label that one day I'm going to sue the pants off of. And then – um. I think the next one was Mexican Summer. Okay. So you're <laughs> yes. So put it this way: I, I was really excited to sell Jello shots, and then um, uh-huh. all of a sudden, Kurt started going to the same festivals I was going to, and I was—I couldn't believe it. I was like, super excited. Then I was like, "Well." So you were at these festivals, before and then you... suddenly you're getting followed around by Kurt. No, yeah, like Kurt's just like <laughs> looking at the Jello Man schedule. No, and then seeing if he can get on the bill. I actually lost sales when he got his record label because then I started going with him, started cutting it into my like sell time, mm-hmm. and I would just bring Jello shots to his him and his 
crew. False. And I would just give them jello shots. This is fabricated. This is driving Kurt up the wall. <laughs> I will say this, though, Paul. You started selling jello shots. You promote yourself as Jello Man. You do all sorts of other things. You got mm-hmm. gumball machines. You've got masonry. You're a photographer now. Come on. Clearly a director. Yeah. Or whatever. A, a cinematographer. Clearly. So you're doing a little bit of this, a little bit. Last time you were here, you showed your your guitar playing and your singing, <laughs> which was well, hey, I know it was a funny memory. I didn't ever, I never listened to it again. What's he that? He Kurt told me not to listen to it again. He said, "Don't rewind it. Don't yeah. rewind it." <laughs> <laughs> you must. Have said I, no, yeah. When I heard it, when I heard it the first time, I turned to you and I was like, "Jello man, you you must." You must never play this tape. Never. Do not rewind this. Do not. <laughs> so. But one of the stories you told was that you were at a festival selling Jello shirts. <laughs> and Kurt was performing on the bill also. Yeah. And that. Bootleg sunglasses? Come no, on, not. Let him t- Kurt is up there performing. And that he can't get a word in edgewise because the audience is just cheering. Oh. Jello man. <laughs> Thank God Jell-O you. Jello man. Jello man. It was a lot more than he, he said there was one or two. It was like a huge part of the crowd. Because <laughs> I was, because I was there like three days before them or two days. Uh huh. And word got out that it was a huge part of the crowd. <laughs> it was. Okay, cool. He forgot already. It was a huge part of the crowd that shouted Jello Man once before I played. Yeah, because I gave I gave Kurt a guitar. Everyone shouted my name. Jello but they wanted man. Jello shots. Jello Man. Yeah, Jell- and he was like, "I'm trying to play songs." I'm not saying I'm trying to. Right? I'm not going to play songs. I'm going to give Jello shots. No, I know that they were but, cheering for me. But Kurt's on stage starting to play a song. But I was giving him his guitars, and then he can't even hear his own music in the monitor because it's just Jello Man. Jello no, man. It was when I was Jell-O. handing you the guitar to him. Right? How to get to get a guitar. <laughs> so you're handing him the guitar and they see you come out. And yeah, dude, see... can you hand me to get to get a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> they see you come out handing him the get get a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then you they start just chanting Jello yeah. man. That's, That's the whole story. Did we, we I think it? the whole thing was you were like you're like, how many people was it? And he was like, I don't know, like two. But I wasn't there to tell it was actually way more good. I remember thinking oh. he's just totally downplaying it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> well. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. All right, Paul, get out. Yeah. We got um, uh, Rob Schnapp, my my friend in L.A., who recorded my song yeah. Pretty Pimpin'. Eat Pimp. that mic, bro. Eat, huh? that, eat that mic. Get up on that mic. Okay. There we go. Rob Schnapp. Um guy who produced uh he did my pretty pimpin' song and others on my last record and he's also a legend he did like beck's first record which i love mellow mm-hmm. gold elliot smith but uh anyway you know just like you they're intrigued by jello man they have a uh, the imitation of jello man uh-huh. sort of like getting a guitar is like this is jello man to them they're like hey what's up dude and he's like mumbling because he's like He's rapid fire. Yeah. It's like music when Jello Man talks. Oh, it's, be- it's, like, it's like the be- be- It's the most beautiful it's symphony like, I've ever heard. It's like to me, it's just like jazz. When yeah. Jello Man talks like boom, 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 
Those cats was really cooking. And you hear Jellamides was like, Hey, what's going on? But just picture like, it's like, just like somebody playing along. Like, yeah, like salt peanuts. Yeah, salt peanuts. That's pure gold. Best show. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, calling about Bruno, Bruno, Bruno Mars. You're calling about Bruno Mars. What, that he's going to be doing this second Labyrinth movie? I hope not. Why, you think you don't think that would be good? No, because uh, I'm, uh, it sounds crazy, but I think I'm pretty sure he's a robot. That Bruno or, Mars is a robot. Not a robot, but, you know, like a, like a human robot. Not a human robot, but like a, what do you call it? I don't know what you call it. <laughs> he said he's like a robot, then he said, well, not a robot, a human robot, which is, what, an android? Like on aliens, like on aliens, like a, like a... Like the guy who had uh, the thing burst out of his chest in aliens? Yeah, that was a human. Wait. Well, no. Get, get, get off my phone. Just ah. drop me off the wall. So, Kurt, what's been going on? What's been going on? Um. Well, I saw you, when I saw you last, I was go, going to Australia, and I I played a solo tour of Australia, and it went pretty good. And that was uh, just you and your guitar. Yeah, got a loop pedal. So if I chose to hit a loop, I would. I had a banjo. I had some guitars. And then that went good. That went awesome. Uh, and, yeah, I've been – actually, I'm going to go. You're talking about Ocean City. I'm about to go to Ocean City. I got the little downtime with the family. I got a couple – I've been working on my solo album. Got a good amount of that going. I mean, you know, the band's in it too. But anyway, I also have another record that's going to come out before then. It's kind of a secret, but they're going to announce – it's soon, so mm. can't tell you this second one. The secret. Yeah. Is it you and Jello Man? Finally, the two of you together on no. on wax. Uh, I'm sure that'll happen eventually, but no, not yet. Three lobed. <laughs> Three lobed. Gonna put out the Kurt and Paul. Album. He, he wishes. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. Right. I, honestly, there's a kid, uh, and he's a nice kid, but he's like, like people always get intrigued, just like you about the Jello Man. But somebody's like saying they're gonna do a a documentary about Jello Man, but they're like, hey, I, I really love a couple, a little of your time, Kurt. Can you talk to me about Paul and Jello. It's like, and it's always like Paul, and if you want to talk about Paul and Jello, I'm like. He's like, ah, oh, Paul is my uh, brother. I, when I was a kid, I hated him. Now I like him the best. My favorite Jello is, is is a uh, grape Jello. <laughs> like, I love to talk about Paul and Jello constantly. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're busy. You're you're laying down a lot of groundwork yeah. for the upcoming year plus. Oh yeah. 
I and guess, songs. I guess so. Are the songs coming easy for this next record? I got a, I got a lot of songs. More coming all the time. I'm actually. I'm also working on a, a film score. Really? Yes. Can you say what film that is? Uh I probably could, but I won't say the title just because. But there's a lot of uh, interesting people in this movie that I'm excited about. Like, a lot of. And you're going to be proud of me, Tom. In it? Are there any Avengers in it? It's kind of a dirty movie, but an artful, dirty movie. Mike, no. Mike, no. Stay out. Uh, Hoes on the I go to the Hoes on whatever avenue. <laughs> so you're doing a score mm-hmm. for for a, a, a skin flick. No, it's, ex- it's a cool movie. It's a cool a movie. stag movie. It's a cool movie. I think. Okay. No, it's a it's, so it's a it's a the the, the rated R, NC seven NCO look out I don't NC-17. know I don't know well, well I see. need to talk to my mommy then before <laughs> I can see this no and that is uh, that's something that's been going on for a while it's um it's pretty new and how how are you finding that experience of of, of Thinking about music from that direction. I'm actually been thinking about it for a while because I, when I'm jamming at home, I'm like working on pieces all the time, mm-hmm. like things here and there. I, uh, I'm kind of working on little pieces all the time, and I'm more ADD than I used to be. So, like, I can't necessarily all put them all into a song, you know. Like waking on a pretty day was like kind of an epic song. That mm-hmm. era of mine, I was like compiling, compiling all these pieces together or whatever. Making it into a song, I prefer to just <laughs> let the ideas just go into a movie instead. I don't know. I'm, I'm about. I'm going to just work towards not going on the road unless I really want to because it's it's a jungle out there, and the and the flights are way more turbulent now too. I don't. I don't know. I like a, almost have a panic attack every time. I Do you feel like Paul, your brother, could be? Couldn't you see him in some sort of video on a phone getting dragged off of a flight? Oh, jeez! Right, just picture. Yeah. This is my seat. This is my seat. No, this is my seat. Oh, my jello shots are in that seat. Oh, my jello shots. I paid for a seat for these jello shots. <laughs> no, the middle seat. I got the aisle seat. The jello shots get the middle seat. <laughs> yes. Sir, we're going to need to put your jello shots in the overhead department. Sir. <laughs> no, like, man, they'd live for that. Like, Sir, you, I have to tag that guitar. They do that all the time. They live for somebody to be like, can I just try to take it on the plane? Sir, sir. And then they talk on the phone real quietly. It just uh-huh. happened the other day. Like, sir, sir, you leave that there. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. It's like they're calling. Like, and they just we, want. We got a live one here. Like yeah, they're like, looking for, the, for sir, the showdown. Yeah, they love it. Paul wouldn't bring the jello shots on the plane. He'd bring the components on and then he, he would get yelled at for making jello on like, <laughs> like, He'd be, he'd be, he'd have the packets. Yeah. And they'd be stirring. And they'd be like, sir, you can't make jello on the plane. Let it uh, bring the green. <laughs> I got the stuff, brother. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> Look, I'm making jello shots up in here in the stratosphere. I'm making them in the ionosphere. Yeah. Time out, Macho Man's prerogative. Now, yes, Steve is Steve here tonight. Yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. can you tell Dudio to ask Pat 
to show Steve to the studio, please. Oh no, that's Pat. Oh, there, there is. I thought. It was hey. Like... Oh, there it is. I was walking. I couldn't find it. No, you found it. Welcome. Thank you. Steve Gunn, finally. Hello. The other pride of Philadelphia. What are you guys eating out there? Popcorn. Do you guys want to order pizza? Uh, Do people want pizza? Can you order one that has no cheese on it? I know that's weird. Yeah, no, we can. Why don't you get a pizza order together? Okay. Would you? And let me see. If, and, and look, Mike, I'm going to get pineapple on half of one. <laughs> I don't want to hear food, the pizza. That's not pizza. Yeah, no, I could spot your handwriting. I knew who wrote those notes last week within five seconds. Because we did a thing last week. It was, uh, we did a, uh, a, uh, a complaint box. And where, where it was anonymous and they were dropped into a hat. I could figure out whose handwriting everything was this within guy. five seconds. Whoa. 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 Look at this guy. He's on, he's on lifestyle. This guy can't handle it. This uh, gentleman, we, we wasn't paying attention to him. He sticks his head in the door. Dude. What's up? Hey, brother. You guys still doing the show in there? Show still going on? <laughs> he was just locked out. He's tapping on the window. <laughs> he does not like. <laughs> Man, this uh, Mike Love action card is mind-blowing. Is he the one? Someone sent. Beach Boys trading cards. Did you see the photo? What? what? Oh yeah. I saw that. You know, there's a lifestyles of the rich and famous of Mike Love. Oh, actually, my buddy. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yes. Lifestyles of the oh. rich and famous Mike Love. Where's the love, Mike Love? He's always, he's always saying some corny pun or trying. Robin uh, Leach. Whoever, whoever the heck. He is. Well, he wrote that big autobiography. Did he? Yeah, I read like, that. Oh, you read it? Yeah. Whoa. Oh. It was, uh, it was, uh, it came out over the, it came out like in like September. Cause, because when I read that, I was going to Las Vegas where I saw a Chris Angel benefit concert. And who was at it? Robin Leach. And I have Whoa. film. That's I the, filmed the Robin Leach. For, yeah. Okay. Now I filmed him for two minutes. Standing perfectly still, looking at his cell phone. It's one of the greatest things ever filmed. <laughs> I've yet to release it to the public. What was he wearing? He was wearing. That's a great question, Steve. Okay. And it hinged the whole. He was wearing a kind of like a Miami Vice style suit. Well, he was alone as well. I hear there were other people yeah, milling sure, sure. about, but okay, he was. Okay. Uh, and then he had this like sloppy like. Hanes white t-shirt on underneath the mind. It was like the strangest thing where, where he had he had this like breezy kind of well, yeah. Miami Vice style look, and then just with like a t-shirt that really looked like he he escaped from a hospital. Yeah. On Twitter, yeah. somebody saying Kurt does pretty good impressions. Yeah, dude. Robin Leach, Neil Young. Yeah, well, I didn't do Neil Young yet. No, no. We Thank are. you. Who can you do it? Who, I don't, let's listen, hear it. Okay, well, Robin Leach, he, I love his one-liners. He's like, he's like, tennis anyone? Or like, he's like, he's like. 
Looking to get away? I don't know. I can't really do it right now. He's like, how about getting on this helicopter? I don't now, know. what would it be like, Kurt, if Neil Young was talking to Hulk Hogan? How would that go? Uh, he's like, all right. You, hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. I really loved Heart of Gold tonight. He's like, oh, man, I can't do two at once. Do it's advanced. Do, I can do Hulk. Okay, you do Hulk. Hulk. Okay. <clears throat> hey, brother, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, listen, Hulk, just get out of my face. I'm just trying to concentrate on the music. All I care about is the music. It's sad, but it's true. I respect that, brother. Okay, now, Randy Macho Man Savage comes in. And they're talking, I'll be Macho Man. So... Don't even remind me of Neil Young. Every time. Yeah. (laughs) Man here with Hulk Hogan. Got Neil Young here. I got my porno. (laughs) Neil. Neil, what's on my porno? Funny that you should ask. Uh, I can't do this. I can't. There's too many people. All right. It's funny. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, what's going on my Bono? Listen, macho, I can't... <laughs> I'm combining people. I'm combining people. No, what? listen, I met... I saw him... Meet, meet, I met him for the fourth time the other day, and I just always say the same thing. All I had to do was be like, Neil, just yesterday at Stagecoats, I played with your buddies, the Sadies. Uh, and he'd be like, oh, the Sadies. Yeah. Oh, I love Travis. I love the Sadies. But instead, I'm like, Neil, I'm, I love you. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. and he stops looking at me. He was with uh, Daryl Hannah and everything. Yeah. Whoa. But look, you should be jamming with this dude. Both yeah. of you guys well, should. Well, next time, I got to just be a little less eager. Yeah. Where was this? This was at Stagecoach. And uh, I went the Where's day that? before. I was jamming with my buddy, the, the Sadies, who were incredible. And I sang a song with them. And then the next day, I went to see Willie Nelson, and he turned 83 or 84 on stage. And I'm buddies with a little bit with his son, Lucas Nelson. It's like that. All, all, everything's right there in front of me. And then Neil Young, he got on stage like with a birthday cake at the very last song, played harmonica. And he had his old-fashioned car, and he was there with Daryl Hannah, like just waiting behind the bus. And all I had to be was like, Neil, I play with the Sadies. Oh, yeah, the Sadies. Kurt, I remember you. How's it going? But instead, I'm like, I'm, you know, I met you a couple times. I'm friends with so-and-so. I love you. And then, <laughs> and then he, they immediately just don't. At first, he shakes your hand. He's like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, love you, bro. And then he just looks away. They, they're like standing right in front of you, but their eyes are just mm-hmm. looking yeah, the other yeah, way. Yeah. Because I'm a fanboy. But, you know, one day. Now, Steve. Yes. Steve Gunn. You are a rock star also. Mm. <laughs> You're on Matador Records also. Yeah. You had a record last year, true or false? You had a record true. come out last year. True. And that record was called Eyes on the Lines. Eyes on the Lines. Ooh. And that is a great record. Thank I you. love that record Thanks so much. And for people who don't know Steve Gunn, how do we describe the stylings of Steve Gunn. We've played before on the mm. show. I can't always play things on Matador here due to some Uh-oh. situational things, not anything having to do with Matador, but we're sorting those things out. What? Good. Don't worry. Everything's sounds, getting figured out. Sounds juicy. 
<laughs> Tennis, anyone? <laughs> oh, so, because hmm. it, it, it's so funny when people think of Philly, right? Mm. They think of Philadelphia. Now, have you, did you grow up in Philadelphia? I grew up in Philly. You grew up in Philly. I don't what, live there anymore, but. Okay. But when you grew up, when you were there, so yes. I always keep thinking everybody goes to Philly and never leaves Philly. Yeah. That's the thing with me. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, you're in, you're in New York. I'm in New York. Yes. But I grew up in Philly. But you grew up in Philly. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the western suburbs of Philly. Okay. Um, a town called Lansdowne. Which okay. Which is a small suburb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's close to Upper Darby. Okay, it's, sure. It's one of the first suburbs kind of, you know, just outside of the city limits. Upper Darby, home of? Todd Rundgren. And? My mom. And? You can say it. Um, Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's right. Todd Rundgren. <clears throat> My mom went to high school with him. Upper, really? Upper Darby High, yeah. She told me his nickname was Dirtbag. Dirtbag. So, like, you'd be like, she'd be like, yeah, there was this guy, Dirtbag, who was in this I, band. It, yeah, I basically said, Mom, do you remember this guy named Todd Rundgren? Of course, yeah. I mean, she sort of knew, she knew who he was. But she said that people called him Dirtbag. <laughs> Did your mom see the Naz back then? I wish, no. No. She, she was more into... She did see a lot of cool, like, Motown artists. Okay. You know, there was American Bandstand and all that stuff mm-hmm. down there. Out of Philly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's, her and my dad saw a lot of really cool, mm-hmm. you know, early, like, early Stevie Wonder concerts and all that wow. stuff. But no, 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 like, sort of, I mean, the Naz are pretty obscure. Yeah. And, and Mandrake Memorial was another one. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, I don't think they... So they weren't seeing like uh Temple of Bon Maton later. No, my no. Th- my my mom was super into them. Like oh, she later. really into yeah. like the all the Silk Breeze <laughs> stuff. Like uh, <laughs> Brother JT and Vibralux. Sure, she went wild for them. <laughs> Brother JT. That was I, I. I must say I actually was speaking on this before. That's one of the most underrated Philly bands. Past. Bro- who's that? Brother JT and Vibralux. He. I mean, he's got like this lifetime of. But did you, did you ever see that incarnation? No. Oh, it was really good. It was really? a bigger band. Okay. And he was, you know, kind of let, he sort of really let loose and took his clothes off. And No, know, I never, I would have remembered. It was, it, was, it was memorable, memorable experience for me, for sure. Is it strange when you think about how people think of Philly and then there's just, but there's this tradition in Philly of just like we, weirdo stuff. Uh-huh. Out of Philly, it's like it's as yeah. much a city for weirdos as any. Definitely, and I mean that obviously. No. I mean in the most positive way. Yeah, of course. But it's like such a haven for for people to do things kind of off the grid a little like bit. The Sunrise Orchestra, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, they live have been living there since the sixties. Yeah, and then um, for for all the stuff, all the rock stuff, and all the noisy stuff, and all the silk breeze stuff. And then what you guys are all doing for that to just kind of happen off the, kind of on its own, very organically. Yeah. It's kind of as much what Philadelphia is about as anything. Yeah, for sure. So when you started, you're a young boy. Young boy. You get a guitar. Got a guitar. You carry Um, it in what now? A gunny sack? In a, um. Just like Chuck Berry? Like Chuck Berry. 
I got it. It was like good. a cloth bag. You know, you okay. got that like Christmas special. Like a gig bag. Yeah. Um, I, I was lucky enough to have an older sister who had really good taste in music. So I was kind of sneaking into her room and taking her cassettes and listening to her like mixes and all that stuff. And she had all these cool friends that I admired from, from a short distance. And, and what, what were the things that you were just like, this is my, this is the thing that I she, love that no, that she doesn't love right now. Oh, for like, me? Were you, like, what so was I, the thing where you owned your own? When I started listening to really kind of like, three chord really like formulaic like bonehead hardcore Mm -hmm. music you know kind of stuff from jersey um connecticut um you know bands that were i i I quickly grew out of it but i was i got in i i kind of started going to a little more local shows and then i and then my friend and i we were we were into like skateboarding and stuff and we got into these local kind of punk bands and then we got into kind of DIY hardcore scene and ordering seven inches in the mail and, mm-hmm. you know, going not too far, but, you know, maybe to Connecticut or these festivals around, you know. And um, when, the, when does the, so if that's the hardcore stuff is the, the foundational stuff. Yeah. When does the, when does the other stuff come in? The quiet. Well, I went, stuff. I, oh, the quiet stuff. Or just well, the stuff that, that, that leads well, you to where you are now. Okay. The well, textured I stuff. went to Temple University. Sure. And they had an awesome, well, you know, also I, I must say that, you know, I, one thing that, another thing about Philly that's great is they have, they have great record stores. Yes. You know, back when I was in high school, there was a store called Third Street Rock and Jazz. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a friend who was a bit older who worked there. And then of course, Record Exchange was like mm-hmm. this institution that I started going to when I was 15, 16. And those guys were always so cool and they had these weird, posters like sun city girl posters like what the hell is that you know yeah, those yeah, kinds yeah. of like weird discoveries and those guys are always so open-minded like yeah check this out blah, blah blah you know and also temple had such cool radio programming and also drexel like wkdu and temple had jazz stuff so i kind of just i just kind of like listened to the radio a lot and discovered all this stuff pretty quickly you were head you know? first head first it. exactly yeah. now which <laughs> vial did you meet first paul or Kurt. What do you think? <laughs> this is how I, mean, I picture it going down. And look, you just, correct me. Go ahead. Exterior. <laughs> Philadelphia Playground. Day. Playground. We did go to the same grade school, but we didn't really meet until... Steve Gunn. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Walks onto the you. playground holding a guitar. An RV pulls up. Yeah. <laughs> A, a muscled man, a, a young muscled man lowers a six foot high gumball machine out of it and starts lifting it over and over doing, <laughs> doing reps with the gumball machine. Steve, who are you? <laughs> young man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> salt peanuts. Salt peanuts. <laughs> so, so he, so you meet Kurt first, I'm going to assume, over Paul. Yep. Sorry, Paul. I, I, have, tried. I can. I have an interesting story of the first time I kind of hung out with Paul. Okay. Can I quickly just mention yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry to... Okay. Am I getting I'm off the, the track? Door, no, no, no. There is no track. Okay. I'm there's surprised no the door just never, didn't open. There's never a track. Okay. A, so, what's the story? What's the story? 
I was at a festival in Austin. Okay. And you guys were there. Or I don't even remember if you were there, but Jello Man was there. And I was with a few other friends, and he had this whole. I'm, he, I hope he doesn't get upset about telling the story. Probably won't. But no, it's not bad. It's not bad. But anyway, there was a. He had this awesome tent set up, and he was playing music, and all these people hanging around, like his whole like groupy friends and all that stuff. It's and he was like, and we were hanging out, and he's like, uh huh. And so he had the van with the screen printing stuff and the Jello shot. Yeah factory was in the van and he's like listen man this girl over here she was about 20 feet away she tripping on acid and she stole my keys she stole so basically this girl stole his van keys but she was still kind of hanging out mm-hmm. and he's like what do you think and i was like it's possible yeah and we kind of walked over there and like peeked around in her tent and she just was playing it so cool Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I think she, I think she had your keys, man. But uh-huh. we couldn't like help him figure the whole thing out. And apparently he had Tackle to, her. he he had to, uh, <laughs> her. apparently he had to get somebody to come make him a key for his van. Really? And, uh, she did, just get it from but her? she did have the key. Yeah. Right. Come on in, Paul. <laughs> it was like, you ever see that did Helen you? Hunt? Like when, when the first thing true? Helen did Hunt did, I get that did, right? Okay, was like an after-school drug special. Yeah. she's like, ah! he's like, it's just a little angel dust, and then she <laughs> like she jumped out a window. Yeah, yeah. Just, is that like true, that. Paul? Is that how it went down? Yeah. Well, take that mic. You can take that mic. Yeah, get your own. <laughs> exactly how it went down. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming in. No. I'm, it's funny. Steve came over. We were hanging out. This girl, she, she came over. She was all nice at first. Mm. Apparently she took some acid. Acid reflux medicine. I mean. <laughs> I mean. uh That's better. She took, she took acid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, she started getting all dissonant and weird, blah, blah, blah. Dissonant? Dis- distant. Okay. I saw. This is why I say it. It's like I'm, I'm crazy because. I had a hiding place for my key. I put it like in a certain like corner under my tent, like outside the tent. Like I, I obviously was reaching under my tent, and I saw her look right at me. I saw her look at it, and then look up. <laughs> at me. And I'm thinking, like, why would she why want would my she key? Want the key? That's what I'm saying. So it's like a rat. She likes shiny. She'd things. have to walk so far to get to my van, way over there. She would never have any use for this key right now. But apparently, she was. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh. They're going to face at me. No. Apparently, she, like, Ah. started really tripping hard. And then she was, like, we were probably all aggressive up talking about, like, selling stuff. (laughs) And she's probably just getting all, like, bugged out by how aggressive we were talking about, like, making money. Like, what? From jello shots and That's, yeah, but he wasn't talking about making Steve, money. No, Steve wasn't there. Steve wasn't there for that whole interaction. Now, can I just ask as a sidebar, have you ever bootlegged any Steve Gunn? Uh, shirts or sunglasses. No, I would never do that. Just you'd just do it to your family. I boot like Kurt. Yeah, you'd only <laughs> you'd only boot like a family member's uh, name it's a and bo- likeness. The bootleg. Series. I mean, the boot. That's what I'm saying. The whole bootleg thing is where I came from. But the, the as whole I get, bootleg thing is where I came <laughs> from. <laughs> I'm saying like that's why I started. I had no like mercy. I just like just go out and sell anywhere. Yeah. But now I'm starting to meet people that own <clears throat> that started something and like they own. And all of a sudden, I feel bad. I can't just go. Bootleg Steve Gunn. You could if you want. I feel bad he started something. What are you going to do when you look? Irony of ironies. When someone bootlegs me? 
Yeah. Well, we could have let, let me get there. Okay, go ahead. No, you did it already. <laughs> you took, believe me. This, this is a race. It's a race here. You got to, don't worry, you got to the finish line. Now, yeah, what if, how would you feel? You see somebody with a shirt that just says Jello Man. And you're like, I don't recognize that shirt. Uh, I would like that for a while, I think. Yeah, but then what if you saw another one? Okay. That's what if somebody's taking money? Yeah, that's the and problem. then suddenly yours aren't selling so much. So I'm saying I'm at that, 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 that level, I guess. And yeah. who the hell would bootleg <laughs> Jello Man shirt? But then, okay, then imagine <laughs> this now. Imagine okay. this. I'm not at that level, I guess. Dr. Dog are playing, right? And then you see a guy making a sign out of Jello shots that says Dr. Dog. Ooh. Oh, that's, that pissed me off. That would bother you, right? Yes. That's Jello art. Okay, well, that's Jello art. Somebody's doing Jello art. <sighs> that's a problem. Got to copyright it, don't I? You wouldn't like that, would you? Mm-mm. How much money, and look, the past is the past. Right. You don't worry about that. I'm not worried about it. Kurt's not worried about it. Mm-hmm. Steve's not worried about it. <laughs> How much money do you think you made off of Kurt Vile merchandise that you bootlegged? Five grand. No. I don't think so. You think five grand? That you've like, you, you, you pulled five grand from sunglasses, shirts. <laughs> I doubt it. Over five grand. I doubt <clears> it. <throat> Nobody's going to sit and buy some bootleg Kurt Vile stuff in general anyway. Is the thing. Such, I, I such ma- BS. They're married together with Jello shots. My favorite thing is I told Brian so, Schwartz. Who's to say I'm not, they're not just liking the Jello shots and they want to buy the shades because I already interacted with them and I got the connection with the Jello shots. Sure. So who's to say that they would have bought well, a Kurt? Okay, well, here's one then. So dumb. Do you? How many people do you feel... Became fans of Kurt's music through the Jello shots. Oh. No, believe it or not, that's that's a sh- I can give you a real answer for that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Probably none. None. <laughs> I'm saying no. I'm saying like when I go to the festivals, they're the ones I mainly go to don't know Kurt because I go to like jam band festivals or like electronic mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel dumb even saying. Like, why would I bring his name up? Mm-hmm. Unless we started conversating, they asked me about like what I'm doing or blah blah. <laughs> but like, if I were just like, "Oh, I'm Kurt Vile's brother," it sounds stupid. I don't even know who he is. Sometimes. You but what if it's a you show? Definitely do do that. No, at, like <laughs> I'm saying, at the, sometimes you at the ones that get like a Sasquatch. Yeah, what if for sure. What if it's a show? He's and speaking of Sasquatch, oh, I just want to honor the one year anniversary of of one of the worst days of my life, which was performing at Sasquatch and. Flaming out as hard as I've ever flamed out in any endeavor I've ever oh been a part of. That makes me sad that you feel that way. Because I remember I was going to say something, but like you're probably like, "Gentleman, shut up." Yeah. Because why would I know more than what you? You know, one of the great moments. But you're in the was, middle. Well, here's a great moment. Meet Shannon and the Clams a band. I really like a lot. And then. Like, hey, you know, we're about to go on and do this thing and stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, we know Terry T and all the stuff they had played on Terry T's show. And then when I'm on stage watching Shannon and the Clams leave the tent 10 minutes in, because that's how poorly it's going. Just watching them just like, like seeing them walk out, like specifically, like... Yeah, we don't Maybe want. This is a thing, press. though, Tom. You understand? Maybe they had to be a press. Or oh, something. I'm sure that's what it is. It or, was a press. That's why they went in the direction. They just went out. Did you? As when cr- you were at that moment, were you 
visibly frustrated, like this sucks, or were you trying to? Oh no, it was nuts. We just doubled down on having fun for ourselves because it was so stacked against us the entire event. Was there other bands playing? Did you, was it that problem? Oh, well, Savages like, were playing 300 yeah, feet away, which is go. it's always great for comedy, right? right? When two people are talking on stage, and then meanwhile you have Forget a band it. blasting. Yeah. My, <laughs> I saw yeah. Savages, the singer, and they're nice kids, but she was like, How was the sound? How would you like it? Louder, faster? We'll see what we can do. <laughs> I remember walking down to your show, like and I was like, even just me physically before I even got there, it was just hot there, and like in, it's the middle of the day, and people are just kind of like, "That's why." Baked. I'm yeah. telling you, it's, oh, that's what. It, no, it was hundred. It was the heat. Some people go there for just a shelter to hang oh, out oh, under oh, there. Oh, I know that, and it's peaceful there. Yeah, because oh, it's no. not like blast music, well, and you took it all personal. I'm just telling no, you, it wasn't. you want to know what? I flew across the country to do it. Well, I could have stayed home. Could have read a comic book, but you you oh. powered through it. Was it an flew hour? across the country? Hour? You don't want Did to you see me it. out there? Forty five minutes. Did you even see me once out there? Out there? No, I didn't see. I you was trying all. to. I was going like this. <laughs> That's what Paul says constantly. <laughs> I wish like, I saw you. Did you even see me once out there? <laughs> I would have brought you up on stage. So, Paul. Yeah. <clears throat> What's what you what's where do people find your your masonry business? I want I want people in the greater Philadelphia area if they're gonna if they're in the market for a just hit Millennium Falcon patio. For, which is just hit me up on do. Instagram for this time period if you're gonna you know Instagram or Facebook. And you're on Instagram as what now? Gentleman Philly. I just did a patio for Kurt and he made me work on Easter. He called me. I made you work. On he Easter. called me a week before and I finished it up. <laughs> you <laughs> love it. I love. You love it. You love to work. So you worked on Easter. He told me. He oh, call, Easter, like. He was coming back from stagecoach. So special. He was coming back from stagecoach. And uh-huh. he was like. Or he was at stagecoach. He's like, just to say no, I need this patio done for uh, a Will's birthday, his daughter. Yeah. And that was in a week. I was like, well, I guess I'll have to work Easter. He's like, well, then work Easter. So I do it. That's right. I said, then work Easter. And he did it. <laughs> then my sister, other sister was like, she hit me up on Easter. She was like, are you coming? I was like, I'm working on. Kurt's patio. She's like, that's sad. So on the day that he rose, <laughs> our whole family's like, "Well, you, you're working on the day that he rose again from the dead." <laughs> what I'm going to do now is close my eyes. I'm going to leave. No, 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 no. <laughs> can you do? I want to see who can do an impression the vile brothers of each other. Ooh. And I don't know who's who. I got two impressions, but they're not me. Or are you Paul. asking me to do an impression? Are you asking me to imagine an impression? Can you do an impression of Kurt? Go for Paul. it. I dare you. I'm closing my uh, eyes. Nah, it won't work that way. Okay, I'll do it. I mean, do it. Ah, I'm telling you, it just doesn't like <laughs> register. <coughs> I'm just used to Kurt making fun of me, so it's just like I'm giving you yourself. the platform to make yeah. fun of him back. Yeah, Give I don't practice enough though. Give him what, okay, go out practice. there then and practice. Yeah, you and Mike, practice. you and Mike write a routine. Mike, you and Mike write a routine then. Write a skit. Is that your way to get rid of me? Okay. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> now I noticed. <laughs> I like this. Steve Gunn, Matador record, recording superstar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. What did you, what, what did you, you, you had an album last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's uh, what's coming next? Uh, I'm working on a new album. 
actually this week. I've been working on it. Because you tour all over the place also. Yeah. You're out a lot of times solo yourself. I was doing this. I did a solo tour in Europe. I've been back for a couple of weeks. Because I look and nice. I see it's you and it's Lee Ronaldo. Did some traveling with him, yeah. How's he? All right. He's good. Yeah, he's doing well. He's also traveling all over the place all the time. Are you buddies with Lee at all? No. Yeah, Lee's great. Super, super nice guy. I don't know anyone anymore. <laughs> That's not true, Tom. It's not true. No exactly. Mike. No, you. And now in no Steve. Now in, in Jello, of course. Don't and be, of course, Jello. Don't man. be like that. Who else do I know? Who? Who else do you know? Like famous. Well, you never. You've met. You know. Uh, I don't know. Wild Flag. All the nice people yeah, in Wild mean, Flag, Carrie Brown scene. Yeah, I'm always hanging out with Wild We're not Flag. All, nobody's always hanging out with anybody. If I, what, I wish I could always hang out with you. You can hang out with me. You're finally home. I'll go. Let's go to the movies. We were going to we were gonna see uh, Chris Christopherson, but instead I decided to go to Stagecoach just to, like, get, you know, I, like, belittled again by Neil Young. <clears throat> yeah. You could have gotten belittled anew by, by you? Chris Christopherson. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, I. <laughs> you'd go up to him. You'd be like, "Can you retell that story? How they they were swamped by autographs or something?" <laughs> and then all so, of a sudden, finally, he just got hard. scared. He was he like, just, "Folks, I gotta go. Like, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> he was. He's eighty. Yeah, he's. Man. I saw him in January or February. He's in Tarrytown. He's eighty-one. Uh huh. And it was just him with a guitar and a harmonica, little harmonica, clampy, bracy thing. <clears throat> and he's playing songs. He's playing all the songs. He played every hit he ever wrote. It's the greatest thing. Just all by himself up there. But not a lot of between song banter. I think that's maybe where he, he knows to just like stick to the songs. Yeah. He sounded good. He sounded really good couple spots where he couldn't hit he couldn't reach it but he would acknowledge it and laugh about it like he knows and everybody that's like a love fest for him because it's like there's a guy who by all rights in american history bill clinton never should have happened bill chris christopherson should have been bill clinton Mm. wow wow military record Mm. right Mm -hmm. air force Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, he, he landed his helicopter in uh, Johnny Cash's backyard just to impress him a little bit. Yeah, but he had... but he had, And it worked. But he had all the stuff, but then he goes and writes songs. Mm. He should have been president. Damn it. Mrs. Martha Middle Class <laughs> is really in a stew. He would do that in the white. He'd play his own inauguration. And what was that the movie, movie, the Putney Swope? Was that the one? How about A Star is Born? What about that movie? Yeah. Have you seen that the, one? The With Barbara Streisand? Oh, yeah. Not in a long time. Charmed, I'm sure. I didn't see Putney Swope. That's I, the one directed by Robert Downey. Yep. Senior. And I think Christopherson plays the he's main all, character. He's also in If big, I remember correctly. Maybe I'm wrong. Mike? Yeah. Is that true? Which one? Putney Swope? Mike's not a fan. Okay. He's also in Big I, Top Pee Wee. Is he really? Yeah, he's married to the tiny lady. He's like the circus major. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So, mm. yeah, so mm-hmm. this Chris Christopherson show, he's playing all the songs. And I bought a, a single ticket to it. Again, I'll go to a thing by myself. I don't care. Tarrytown? 
Tarrytown, yeah. Was it in like kind of a... It's a nice old theater. Cool. Tarrytown. Okay. This theater that's nice. been there forever. Okay. I go to buy a ticket to... I buy a ticket... I get the single seat. I'm front row center. Like, he's like... He's like eight feet away from me. Wow. And now I'm scared the whole time to take a picture of him. Because our picture is just like, he's, he's not looking at me. The one time he'll look down is when I have my thing. He's going to catch it. Come on, don't take pictures. We're trying <laughs> to play the show. Put your phone away for once in your life. Like I'll get a lecture about phones yeah. and stuff where it's like, trust me, I don't have my phone out all the time, Mr. Christofferson. So then at the end of the show, he like, he gets like punished for being so <laughs> accessible. <laughs> the crowd swells forward and then people are like holding things for him to sign oh, and stuff no. and like, He's got his guitar still on him. He's got nobody backing him up, like, step no, away. No, like, no, no, wow. no, nobody. Wow. So then he's yeah. trying to be a nice guy. He, like, shakes a hand and then, like, signs some guy's, like, framed thing that just, like... And then this is now, for these vultures, it's open season. On They're trying to get as much out of Chris Christopherson... Once that me ten feet between him being on and off the stage. Once that cap's off the Sharpie, then... yeah. So this girl, this girl took her phone and she's trying to do a selfie and he's like bending over trying to like get into the thing and she still can't get it right. It's like, yeah, this guy's 81 years old. You make him bend over and finally like, I got to folks, I got to get out of here. (laughs) He just had to like, he finally just stuck up for himself. He just played for an hour and 40 minutes. (laughs) For everybody's eighty-one. Oh my god, folks! I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, I notice you guys have your respective guitars. Mm. Maybe we could get some music going. What do you think about that? For sure. Who wants to play stuff first? Anybody? What do you guys want to do? What do you tell me what you want to do? Know. It's your show, not mine. Well, Steve, I'll tell you, slays the guitar. So mm-hmm. maybe I should open up for him. Yeah, you should. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll open up so for So you him. open up. We want to play one song or two? You play two songs. All right, cool. Because that's what I got planned. And Folks, uh, wait a minute. Folks, I got to get my guitar. What? So Jell-O Man making eye contact with the tripping girl while he's hiding. <laughs> His key. keys under his tent and, and remembering it. What is that? I don't know. People oh, are here's your guitar. Craig. People are thrilling. Oh, thanks. You know what else? Strangely enough, can you also hand me that tote bag that has a picture of me inside a hoagie? <laughs> That's the Pat Cooper design, done by Philly's own Perry Shaw, who wanted to come here. He can come. He got a tattoo. Yeah. I bet you he's in Hound. Oh, and one more thing. Can somebody hand me one Colorado Kool-Aid as well? Mike? Yeah. Mamacita? Yeah. Mamacita, would you get my guest, Kurt, uh, a, a Colorado Kool-Aid, please, Mamacita? Did you ever hear that song? I told you listen to it. It's a good song. Johnny Paycheck. That's who. Did you guys order pizza? I was just about to. Let's get that pizza order in. Yeah, come on in. Perry, come see Elvis. Co- okay, he's playing with Elvis Costello. Who is? Perry Shaw? Perry Shaw. Perry Shaw. 
what is he in the attractions now? I don't even. I don't get yeah. it. He's doing artwork for Dan Auerbach's. Our back. <laughs> our Dan our back. Get it? Get it? <laughs> our back. So I'm going to the Black Keys show. I did bring and that up I'm to like, our back. And I'm and then Get it? <laughs> then like Dan our back is like, I thought you'd want me to play something from my new album. <laughs> Our back! Then our back! Got it! Oh no. Where's my pick? Somebody get my purple pick. Oh, I can't hear me. Where's it at? What happened? Where's that? You got it? Yeah, find me a purple pick now. <laughs> I love how boy. It's the funniest thing. You just. You revel in shoving him around well, a little bit. Now, what do you call the harmonica thing there? A brace? A harmonica holder. A harmonica holder. Yeah, that's what Bob Dylan called it, too. By the way, are you a fan of... I can't really hear myself anymore. Did somebody take me away? Oh, thanks. Do you want me to get up? No. Tom, you can't get up. You hear it? Check, check. Uh, check. My voice is gone. I mean... Check, check. I mean, I guess it's there, but it... I want to say we're in studio. We have Kurt Viles here and Steve Gunn is here. And you can get any of their music over at Matador check, Records. Check, check. check. Yeah, something, something low about my voice going on here. I mean, this is lower check, now check. than it was. Check. Oh, yeah. I'm deaf. Let me just tell you right now, but that's great. Thanks. I also, let me just say this. We have an <laughs> hour to go on the show. I want to say this to my friends in Chicago. My friends in Chicago, let me just find this thing. I have to do this now. I got the... Get it! Show's getting away from me. Show's getting away from me. It always does. Glamour is nymph with an arrow and boom. Where is it? You know, there's the, the, the fest is going on now, the comedy uh, uh, thing. Where's, come on, where'd the email go? I got a pair of tickets to give away to, uh, here it is. I can give away a pair of tickets tomorrow night. If you're in Chicago, the, uh, the AV Club Festival is going on now. You can find out about all the shows at 26comedy.com. I have a pair of tickets to give away for two different shows this throughout this festival. One is for tomorrow night, May 31st at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. The fourth annual, com- 26th annual comedy festival presents Christopher Guest. It's a discussion with Christopher Guest and Robert Malazzo. And I have a pair of tickets to give away for that. If you are from Chicago, tweet at me. Say, I want the tickets. Say, I want Christopher Guest tickets. And and uh, you have as many characters left in one tweet to write something to, to make it so I should give you the tickets. Tomorrow night, 
or Saturday, June 3rd at the Athenium Theater in Chicago. Nathan for you. Season 4 sneak peek and a Q&A with Nathan Fielder. So have a pair of tickets for tomorrow night, Christopher Guest in conversation, or Saturday night, June 3rd, a sneak peek at Nathan for You Season 4 with Nathan Fielder doing a Q&A. And you can find out about either of those shows and all the other shows at 26comedy.com. But tweet at me whether you want the Nathan Fielder tickets or the Christopher Guest tickets. You've got to be able to use them in Chicago. Tweet at me and charm me. And I will pick a winner at the end of the show for both of those tickets. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. All right, I'm going to play a song uh, from the first album when I was first on your show. It's the title track of the album that came out when I was first on your show. Just just to take you back.
pacifies the land Makes the most out of your chill time, man I feel like laying down, wow I feel like laying down, wow Yeah, and I wanna do it again Oh, what a mess, I guess I'm in Angle there, Paul. You getting all this? <laughs> Paul, you getting all this as usual? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, why? It's like from both sides. <laughs> you getting all this as usual? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a special song. It's an oldie that I uh, added some new lyrics to. This is a real old song, and I add some new lyrics to it. Ready? This song's called Blue Cheese. You ready? Yeah. All right. Chinese rock and roll. Blue cheese up here, well, you know. And I'm busting out of I'm a getting old I didn't mean to cough on her Forgot to add the fabric softener I met a On all the courtesy calls and creaming in my chicken game, genie, a million lives, never gonna die again. All right.
sharp wing The king and I'm singing and singing and Yeah, get a load of my song That's awesome. <laughs> and what is that's blue cheese. Yeah, it's a really old oldie, but I it's just a silly song, but I had to put you in there, Tom. Oh thank you, Kurt. I was thinking about you when I finished that song. See that, Mike? Guy puts me puts me in the song. We're gonna put the kid stays in the picture. That's the most flattering thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. No. I'll I'll field this one. No, you can't. No, this they're gonna put you. The only song you'll be in the thing will be like a Bob Dylan like hurricane. Dude, that's this is the story of AP Mike. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? You know, oh my, we should do that. You know right? that album, dude. You know the song Sarah, where he tried uh-huh. to get back with his wife Sarah. Yeah. Already, he did for a second. But you know the rhymes are so weird. Uh huh. And that one, like he's like, there was nothing on the beach except for some kelp. And then he's like, I knew you were there when I needed your help. <laughs> no, just to rhyme. He rhymes mm-hmm. kelp with help. Yeah, that's. I, I actually, for that song, I have one extra verse. It's just as ridiculous. You ready? He's like, there was nothing on the beach except for some seals, two or three walrus and a beach humpback whale. I pushed him back in. He thanked me with his spout. I've always been one with the sea creatures. I've always had clout. Sarah, Sarah. Glamorous nymph with an arrow and bow. Don't ever go. I'm gonna say this though. That look, that's maybe look, Neil. That is stupid. Neil can get that to Bob. Right? No, I'll get it to Bob. Okay, Neil might. Neil, Mike, what would you think about at apmike.bandcamp.com, which is this dumb. <laughs> Which is his website dumb website. that Mike always has his stuff at. All right, calm down. Don't. What are you, Jello man? Like, relax. He's my Jello man. He's my Jello man. Mike is my Jello man. Hey, you want me to build you a deck? Like, like Jello man will do. Uh, he'll he'll do some some mason work. Mike builds decks for people. And and outdoor pools. Does he? Yeah, he builds above ground pools. But Paul's like gotten threatened. Yeah. What does? He? Hey Mike, <laughs> Mike, we go to business. Yeah, what do you want to do, Jolly Man? I'll build the deck. I'll then uh, you build the above ground pool. Boom. Boom. Bricks are off for a little bit. That's what's even here. Okay. So the yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I love I love when when you get. So literal with things. It's actually festival season now. We're not doing masonry right now. It's like, all right, yeah, no. We're actually not doing uh, masonry right now. Uh, festival season's here. I gotta see this one design. It's a Breaking Bad uh, theme. Walter White with no shirt on. Uh huh. Sure. Who wouldn't want that in their backyard all the time? No, it's a shirt. It's a shirt of Uh-oh. you. No, it's, a, it's for his festival. Uh huh. No, it's for a festival. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Sounds great. Um, well, that's fine. You can show yourself out. <laughs> what would you think, Mike, on that dumb website of yours, if we recorded Hurricane but AP Mike, right? This is the story of AP Mike, right? AP Mike was falsely tried. <laughs> Living in Bayonne. Like you just. Living in Bayonne, but one time I could have been the champion of the world. <laughs> I'm going to say this, Mike. And I know I'm going to get nothing but grief from Dudio because he's still waiting for these slaw dog shirts. Which, trust me, Mike. These slaw dog shirts ain't happening. He better not hold his breath. Breath. <laughs> on these slaw dog shirts. Look, I'll make the slaw dog shirts. Make like six of them, right? Make one in each size. What's a slaw dog? Just a hot it's dog his nickname. It was his nickname when he was in high school. They called Jason Dudio uh, Slaw Dog. Oh, slaw dogs. So we'll do a slaw dog shirt. But we'll do Mike. Is it based on straw dog? We did four hours uh, of the show about what it was. It turned out it was based on. You can ask Dudio; he'll tell you. What was it even based on? It was on. It was based on Goonies, something from Goonies. I don't know what it was based on, Kurt. Steve, it's our time down here. Down here, it's our time. Steve, Steven. Yeah, there we go, boy. Now you show you show them how it's really done. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the best way to do this, Pat? Uh, Mike wise, is it? It should should Steve sit where Kurt's sitting? Is that the best, Pat? No, uh, I can just use right there. Okay, great. Hey Tom, how about a uh, how about a little Dukes of Hazard? Looks like them vile boys are in trouble <laughs> yeah. again. Looks like Paul Vile is uh, in a jam. He ain't gonna get out of this time. <laughs> Let's see what goes on this time with these vile boys. Yeah. Steve, do you like Waylon Jennings? I think so. Oh, okay. Not like that, though. Not all deep. Not all deep, no. Uh, look at the big legs on my Levi. Whoop, 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 whoop. Can I get I'm going to sing a Jersey-appropriate song. All right. This is the story of A.P. Mike, the man Tom Sharplin came to like when he said Strozek was fun. People are writing lyrics. Put in a prison cell, but one time it could have been the champion of the world. But, Mike, will you, are you going to sing it? You want me to sing it? Ugh. Yeah, I know. I want you to sing it. I'll sing it, Mike, if you, then you know what we'll do? How about this? How about this, Mike? A split single with each of us doing a tribute to the other on it. What do you think about that? This? Right? If I do, I'll do, I'll do the Dylan AP Mike song. AP Mike cracked a third course light. <laughs> but Mike, that means you have to sing a tribute to me on it, on the other side. Slept in a while, I parking lot overnight. <laughs>
This, uh, hello? Okay. Yes, Steve Gunn in studio. This song, I'm um, just, I figured this was appropriate that we're hanging out in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, this song's called Wildwood. I'm going to Ocean City in a couple so, days. So yeah, he's going to Ocean City. So you guys both just write songs about different shore, shore towns. That's like a, yeah, a cause thing? Yeah, because Tom, Tom, my song is about Ocean City, New Jersey. I wanted to add another, I was thinking about being on a beach and I wanted to add a like maybe a lyric like body like a butterscotch crimpet. <laughs> like throwing like a tasty cake. Well it could be like that John Mayer song. There like your body is beach. a butterscotch crimpet. Your body is a butterscotch crimpet. Your body is butterscotch. Does that get you mad when he plays with the Grateful Dead? Mm, it made little... you know it made uh the guy from the Black Crows mad. Christopher yeah. Robinson. Christopher, yeah. Christopher Robin. Yeah, great. Christopher Careful. Robin from the Black Crows was mad. He told Howard Stern, he's yeah. like, he's like, this guy's like imitating this and that. I'm like, well, this guy's imitating the small faces and everything. Yeah. Say a little thing, I'm a logical. Yeah. This, 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 the guy uh, in the Black Crows is t- borrowing moves from uh, that clown in the Fabulous Thunderbirds. No, 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 bother, doesn't. Remember that guy, Mike? Ain't that tough enough? Ooh, that's a what? tough one. That guy. around the world. Was that other song they did, Mike? You used to play it all the time. Remember? Oh, it was, uh, wrap it up. I'll oh, take shit. it. Mike would always play it like, these guys are good. Check these guys out. <laughs> Say a little thing, chill up, Papa's in it, cause daddy's little hopper now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand the floor Back over to it. John Mayer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it upset a lot of people, but then I think he did a, kind of a good job. I was there. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I think he's, he's his tone kind of was a, a good... little metallic, and his mm-hmm. I didn't like his hat, his little cap. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't care either way. Did he play uh, Bodies of Wonderland? Did he play? Yeah, did he play Your Bodies? Want like he a did. forty-five um, minute what, version of it? Was that who was? Because no. I'm not the biggest deadhead. What? But, <laughs> yeah. Your body is a wonderland. But was, who was leading the the? Who was like the leader of the of the band? Dark Star. The, 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 the dead these days. It's Phil Lesh? Yeah, it's basically. I think yeah, it's, it's Lesh. I'm playing mo- the the Monterey Pop Fest. Uh huh. Same. Same night. As Is it like Phil Lesh and like Rat Dog or one yeah. of those incarnations? Rat Dog Slim or something? What about uh, when they all do that thing at the the where they play like? Uh, but Bob is a big a big guy in it. Too. A bigot. A bigot. Jeez. Okay. Mike, he Mike's a huge Grateful Dead fan. Mike, oh, out there, he loves. Where's is Andy he a Bob Kindler? fan? Is he, he a Bob Andy guy? Kindler. He like he's a pig pen guy. Oh, pig pen. You Mike know you is gotta a pig. give it up, <laughs> Andy Kindler. <laughs> Andy Kindler. You know you gotta. I want to dig it. You want to do it. You want to have it. You gotta get it. You know you gotta <laughs> give. <laughs> you know you gotta give it up. You right. gotta give it up. <laughs> right, I'm turning my. Right, I can play guitar to that if you want. No, no, just go play your song. Okay, guys, it's, it's the floor is all yours, Steve. Oh, damn it. Okay, this song's called Wildwood. Um. It's written. It's a John Mayer cover. Okay. Great. Come on, bro. Just give me that sweet stuff. F the mayor. 
Wonderland. 
Thanks. That was awesome. That's a great song. You're so good. You're both so good. Well, that that's my that guy's my hero right over You're there. My hero. You ruined it with John Mayer. Sorry. I felt inspired. Sorry. I'm just saying. No, you went like, there. That's the whole thing. Just think of that. Like, fathers be good to your daughters. Like, is he a dad? I don't think so. Mm, Maybe he no, is, I think though. he's a single swinger. Oh, God. <laughs> it seems. But who knows? I don't know. If well, he's listening, was... I'm My sorry. My point dude. is, like, that song. sorry, dude. If he's listening, no, I'm so don't sorry. be sorry. Okay. No. But that song, like, slays John Mayer. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> hey, Mike, do you like that? Right? You like it as much as Putney Swope? I like yeah. it as much as the hoes on whatever avenue <laughs> I attend. What do you like better, Mike, that song or, or Franklin's Tower? Happy Mike was falsely trying. <laughs> Can we like uh, that? What do you like better? Help is on the way. Is there, can we whip up a version of it? Two or three walrus and a beach humpback whale. We can do a version of it. What are the chords of uh, for uh, what a is song? <laughs> she said, "Where you been?" I said, "No place special." She said, "You look different." I said, "Well, I guess." She said, "You've been gone." I said, "That's only natural." She said, "You're gonna stay." I said, "If you want me to, I yeah." Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They're all car- cartoons at this point, even if they're like yeah. the most influential people. Let's see. They're all, they're all cartoons now. Bob Dylan? Yeah, Bob Dylan's a cartoon. God my friend, my friend Kean in there, who's sitting mm-hmm. in there from Dublin, he just worked a job like a video shoot okay. with Bob Dylan. Really? And, yeah, and it and he said that he looks like Bob Dylan and an old lady combined. Wow. Combined. Like, it's really him, yeah. but then like there's, there's also like an old lady there as well. Yeah. And with an old hoodie. lady combined. <laughs> old lady with a hoodie. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it's, well, he told me the story that he was, you kind of like, you know, he's sort of untouchable, you know, that whole mm-hmm. thing. And he could hear, you know, because he's got this hot shit band. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were all rehearsing, but then he heard like this fucking like ripping, like kind of dissonant lead mm-hmm. like sour notes and yeah. clams everywhere yeah. and he it's obviously bob that he can't play anymore he well, i heard just, he can't play guitar anymore yeah, well, he doesn't. but he was trying but well good anyway everybody's got to try no we're not busting on him he did a couple good records right bob yeah mm-hmm. yeah right yeah he did a couple Chris i like Chris, well, the I sinatra like, one i like right? self-titled yeah like like self-titled i like my I like favorite knocked out loaded i like knocked out loaded i like Empire Burlesque, I like Triplicate, and uh, the Titanic record, and then I've heard good stuff about... The Christmas one? The Christmas. I heard good stuff about the Christmas stuff, and I've been meaning to get around to the stuff from the 60s. I love the old... lyrics on Santa. I love Old Santa. Mercy. Old Mercy. We live in a political world. Love don't have any place. Living in times where men commit crimes. Crime don't I like have a Silvio. Face. Yeah, that's funny you should mention, Silvio. A friend of mine just covered that as if I should know what it is. Hey, Mike, why don't you come in here? Yeah, how hard would it be to do? You know but the there were, there's so many words in this something. thing. It's you know like the longest song part, ever. The saddest part about people like Bob Dylan, who's awesome, yeah, and Neil Young, who's awesome, is like, they're just too famous. They 
they should know that like we could be hanging with them and they'd have a good time. Yeah. But they yeah. got too many bodyguards. The hoodie, around them. the co- the hoodie can come down. We're not going to yeah, harm bring, anybody. Exactly. Take the hoodie down. Yeah, I mean they should just realize they can hang out. You picture Bob like, Dylan like, coming by. You guys are okay. He rolls in. He sees AP Mike. Just drop it, dude. Mike's like, "Hey, Bob, you want a Coors Light?" Right? Like, you know what? I would like a Coors Light, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, okay. Mike. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do All Bob right. Dylan and. All right. Okay, here here it is. We'll do a radio uh, thing here. Hey, Bob. No, you're not. No, you just listen. Yeah, just listen. I'm you. Why would I want you to be you on this? Hey, Bob. Yeah, just because just because you're sitting here, Mike. Why would I want you to be? You know who I want you to be? I want you to be Dudio. Okay. All right. Get those round tones going. <laughs> Dudio? Are you ready for this? Hey, it's Bob Dylan. Hey, Bob, how are you? Hey, AP Mike, how's it going? Hey, you know, every Tuesday night I'm a associate producer on a show on W. I was on WFMU now. It's a standalone thing on Tuesday. You should come by sometime. You got one of them Colorado Kool-Aids? <laughs> hey, let me ask if uh, Jason, who's the producer, if he has one. Dudio, do we have any <laughs> chorus line? Of course we do! <laughs> it's great to meet you guys. Who are you going to do, Steve? Who do you do? Uh, I can do... I mean, we actually dropped the ball me, once I we got. Inter- we were going to nail it, but we do Jello, man. Do Jello. Okay, okay. I'll try. We dropped. The ball. Mike, take that mic and talk. Just slide that mic up. Hey. So whatever. yeah, whatever. I'm hey, just God. here. Yeah, we got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got beer, right, Dudio? Of course we do. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Oh, cool. Hey, is that Jello man? Yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Shut up, Kurt. Sure. <coughs> no, I didn't. Oh, Dude, God. mom said that. I don't know. <laughs> now, do Bob Dylan. What? Giving directions. To Jello man. All right, what? To Jello man, at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> Like where where he can set? I wish I set my uh, Joe tent up. Hey, Bob. You? Oh, so you're doing Joe? I was for a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'll do. Hey, I'm here at the festival with my friend Jello Man. Bob, where should we set our tent up? Hey, Bob. Do you know my brother? <laughs> where should we? <laughs> do? Bob, where I'm should Kurt we? Bob's brother. <laughs> do it. Um. You want to buy a t-shirt? Where can we set the jello stand up? Just turn right and I'm going to There. That's it. I got so sidetracked. You know, like, we were going to nail it. We were going to nail it, but then we didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, who else can you do impressions of, Kurt? Uh, I can do anybody. Can you do Jennifer from Royal Trucks? Oh, yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's love. You do Neil Young, Bob Dylan. I can do anybody. All right, we'll do somebody. 
that I don't do one I haven't heard yet. Tell me, tell me if you know who this is. Okay. Ready? I'm going to beat you with the crowbar until you leave. You know who that is? No. Who the hell are you? Peace, love, dope. Wait, who is that? <laughs> All right, well, Mike? I don't know who that is. Forget it then. Mike, answer in a studio, though. Can I take a guess? No, this stinks. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? It's um, James Earl Jones in Field of Dreams. Okay. Well, I wow, okay. Look. They all can't be your Neil Young. They all can't be Robin Leach, baby. Yeah, you're right. That's all right, Mike, get out. <laughs> yeah, because Mike is the one who sidetracked this bit. He really did. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I'm just kidding, Mike. Mike is the peon so much. So, Steve, what, what's coming up for 2000? When, when do you work on this next album? Uh, I'm working on it actually right now down in Philly. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm doing some more touring. I'm going down south, and then I'm going to Australia and New Zealand. Okay. I'm really psyched about. Um, and and uh, the album is, is is the album an end of the year kind of thing, or is this a next year? It'll be next year. Next year. Yeah. Same for you, Kurt. What? Next year, album. Yeah, I have something that they're going to announce soon. That'll yeah, come out sometime. I guess this year. Right? Okay, get up on that mic. I got something, a little something coming out this year. I want to say this year, a little something's coming out for sure. Like a special thing that nobody's special expecting. Thing. Well, some might expect, but mm-hmm. I don't. I was told I can't announce it. All right, and it's going to be announced in a few days. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I'm working on my new album. I would say the album's going to. What is this? 2017. It is. My full length will be out next year for sure. Okay. And I'm working on a soundtrack. The soundtrack to the porno movie. That's right. And Tom. What's that? Are you, uh, are you done with show business and entertainment aside from your... My friend, I am not. I finished writing a, a script. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. A couple beautiful. days ago. I'm back. I'm back. I'm, cause I like this side of, I wanna, one day we're all gonna be in a really st- beautifully stupid movie together, right? Mm-hmm. Will you be in my movie? I'll put Jello Man in it even. Sure. You know, somebody linked something that's on Pitchfork already about your thing. So. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But I've, I was told I can't. Okay, that's fine. Look, I'm just saying. It's out there. We're not saying it. The intrepid. Yeah. An intrepid sort can go figure I'm things out saying, for themselves. I'm not saying. But this is not some top secret thing is what you're saying. It's not top secret. They're just like literally going to just make some announcement yeah. in a few days. Of more than what you're reading. And I don't care either way. Exactly. I don't care either way. I was told not to say. Let the guy. This is so. Right? Look. Son of a. Look, let the guy just be himself. Right? Look, let, Kurt's going to give us something that's going to be. Pit, let the boy. <laughs> right? What are you going to say that's pitchfork worthy? I've, I've already said a lot. Like, you can come up with something. Like, who sucks? Who sucks? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you. Why don't you just throw some? Why don't you throw some at me? I'll tell you if they suck. Anybody? John Mayer. John Mayer. Does John Mayer suck? Like in one way, of course he does. In another way, he wasn't that bad. But he's not. He wasn't that bad. What am I going to be, Chris Robinson? And he did a good job. He did a good job with the dead stuff. I think. Yeah, of course he's cutting up some slack. 
course he stinks. It's all right. <clears throat> but it's us. Joe care. Walsh. Joe Walsh. The coolest eagle, for sure. Yeah, but what's that saying? Wait. Well, um, but what, what, what that's was like the solo That's like being again? the best what's Washington the general. The, the... You will no, what's that trio? The the power trio. Yeah, James Gang. James Gang, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, he was, Yeah, I like that song. Ta- let's have to break some of the cursing. We got to watch sorry, the cursing. Sorry. That's all right. All right, give me somebody else. I'll tell you if they suck. I'm gonna go over to Pitchfork. Um, figure someone out. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Even if they're my best, about, I was. I'll tell you what. Even if they're my best friends, they probably stink. Um, just lay it on me. Radiohead. Stunk. All right. I like that's like a, a sort of yeah. So. Yeah. Who else? Who else? I want to hate them, but I think their music is weirdly good. In this, in David this Byrne. It doesn't matter. Their music might be good, but they still stink. Interpol. Stink. Who else? <laughs> Grizzly Bear. Stink. Who else? <laughs> Sunny Day Real Estate. Stink. Who else? <laughs> John Coltrane. Stink. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on Pitchfork. Come right. on. Eddie Don't v- throw R- J- Coltrane Pearl in Pearl Jam. Stink. <laughs> Who else? Led Zeppelin. Stink. Who else? Police. <laughs> Come on, we're just doing... Sting. We're just doing Pitchfork here. Oh, Tell sorry, me some sorry. more. Modern. Oh, oh, modern day uh, things. Tell me. All right. Um, what's... Oh, fuck. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I bounce? What is this? This is not a matted or bleachers. Stinks. Who else? Fun. Stinks. Who else? Flying Lotus. Stunk. All right. TV on the radio. Stinks. So, this is a little, it's getting a little thinner when you just say everybody stinks. No, I know. Okay, give me somebody one more. The Clean. Well, The Clean's good. Mary Mary Lattimore. Stinks. (laughs) No, she doesn't. No. She's She's my friend. Of course she is. She's every, my friend too. I'm sure she's your friend too, Steve. She is, yeah. She get her here with her harp, right? That no, would, that would be cool. No, Make her lug that harp down the street. She's uh she's she's, she's like in, living uh, in L.A. She's experimenting with flower power. So we make her bring the harp on a plane, then. She's at the he- uh, a res- a Headlands residence. I can't blame her. I might go to L.A. Maybe I'm ready for L.A. Right like to move? Yeah, Lipstick City. That's fine. I'll go with you. Right? Yeah. Listen, I, I like a little show. Baby. You're ready for your L.A. period. Hey, Tom. Tom. You're ready for your Robbie Robertson, hey, Tom, Martin Scorsese. Hey, Tom, yeah. that's entertainment. What is? That. How about the band? We can admit that the band, not so hot, right? Yeah, not so hot. Right? Hmm. Right? Obviously, they're good, but also, like, a lot of it they overrated. They have a lot of overrated. music that no one's... Overrated. Yeah. I like, the, I, li- I'm, yeah. I like them too, but they're still overrated. They're not humor. They, they're they not like funny to me. Sn- and there's, yeah. n- there's nothing right. fun about they're it. snobs. They were the first people to my make music story, not fun. My favorite story, music. the band, is like uh, Robbie Robertson, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He, during when they got back together with Dylan for, what is that? What's the... What's the album they got to be- Planet West. Planet yeah. West. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Robbie Robertson was like, to the producer, whoever he was, he's like, listen, I'm going to say how I think it should be, and you're going to say it like it's your idea to Bob. And then he won't listen to me, but he'll listen to you, so you're going to say what 
Whatever I tell you, you're going to say that's what you think. That's a true story. And these guys like, oh, okay. I don't know if he did or not, you know. But I was like, nah, damn. What about a supergroup? What about a Philly supergroup? The, t- the traveling Philberries. I pitched it. Mm. <laughs> Kurt, huh? Steve, throw a, a, what's his face in there? Uh, Hooters. F- the, get one of the who get Eric or Rob in there from the Hooters, right? Yeah, fine. What's his face uh, from uh, from War on Drugs? He's in L.A. Are Gamble and Huff? Are they? Yeah, we'll get we'll get Huff. Rodney Anonymous. Um, it'll be Huff. It'll be Kurt. Steve. What's his What's his name again? School, Keith. Schooly D too. Is no, one. in War on Drugs, Keith. Keith, what are you? T- are you talking about my buddy, my old buddy Adam? Doesn't he go by Keith now, though? Keith, give me a break. Get Keith from War on Drugs. <laughs> Steve, Kurt, Keith, Rodney Anonymous, Huff. And Daryl Hall. Daryl Hall. I see you're leaving Joe, paint, like embarrassingly in the dust. Joe, you give it Rodney anonymous, but no Joe. Well, it's a super group. We can't take everyone from well, the group. Then it's. A, I think Joe's more active than Rodney. Right, then we'll get Joe in. Rodney, sorry, Rodney, you're out. And Huff and one of the Hooters, and it's called the Traveling Philberries. Fine, just say a Hooter. A Hooter. A Hooter. A hooter to be named later, just like in a, a sports trade. I think I played street hockey with one of the hooter. A hooter. I don't with a hooter? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right. Paul? Quest, somebody wants Questlove in the group. I'm not putting him in. Yeah, I'll group. put Questlove in. Well, he would just He's would, shy, though. He's real shy. He would just be there, but he would just, because he just would like, the force of... An I would, event listen, would just conjure you're only, him. You're only as good as your drummer, and we need Quest mm-hmm. Love. Okay. Sure. Well, what if with Hooter is the drummer, then? Nah. No? Stinks. We could have two drummers like the Dead. <laughs> yeah. That? Could have two drummers like the Dead, or Almond Brothers, or the Dirt Bombs. Would you ever play with two drummers? Two drummers, the force of two drummers? Yes. Would you like that? I think it's a bit of a gimmick. But what about three drummers? I that, saw, there you go. Now you're talking. Well, I saw Have King Crimson. It? I saw wow. it. It was okay. the greatest thing wow. imaginable. They had three drummers. Was this in Jersey? No, or this was this was in New York a few years ago. They're playing oh, so Jersey in July. Was, was Fripp hanging? Yeah. Wow. It was great. Wow. It was the greatest. They did 21st Century Schizoid Man? They did that. They oh did God. Starless. They did Fracture. What's up? Get in here. The pizza so party pizza. Are you going to do a song? Come on. Can you no? just ad lib a song? Just do any I'll song. play guitar. Just do any song with Steve singing. It's, Steve you playing. You sing it. A general well, shot promotion. What's, yeah. What's a song you would sing? We're doing like an old fashioned hoot nanny in here. I'll just play a couple of chords and you can. No pressure though. I can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. What's like a thing to the tune of something? Right? Do it to the.
shots, jello shots. All I got is jello shots. They taste so good. Pink, berry blue, cottage cheese. Look at you. Jello shots. They feel like they make me feel like this. Not. Touch me with your jello shot. Please touch me with your jello shot. Give your info out. You can find me on jelloman.com or Instagram. Jelloman Philly on Instagram. Tell, tell a story. Huh? Tell a story. I was walking down the street, jello shot in my hand. I was walking by the street where I made my first jello shot. I sold it to a bum. He put it on his tongue. He swallowed it whole and he ate it there. And I watched him give me two dollars then. From there, I took it to Bonnaroo. All the other festivals do, and I made a buck, put it in my pocket, and then I ran away and did it all again. Sing about AP Mike. Sing about how you and AP Mike went camping. Excuse me. Sing about you and AP Mike when you went camping. There was. AP Mike Me and him went up to the mountains together (laughs) We took out our knives and we went fishing with them (laughs) We jumped in a pool of water there We caught an eel (laughs) Then we caught a sunfish That's it. Okay, that's enough. That's all it's going. <laughs> what do you think about that, Mike? I was just yeah. thinking about the viewers. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, I'd be grateful to be dead. I forgot they were there. It's not viewers. No. No, they'd be called listeners if there were any of them left also. But they're... No, they're gone now. That was great. No, they're all gone. <clears throat> That was like the that was like a, a Jefferson Airplane song. <laughs> yeah. All right, get get out. I'm not gonna have an off thing coming. You ask me about if I. All right. All right, Kurt. You can go back in the chair, please. In the big boy chair. Big boy. Yeah. Show me. Show me it later. Like after the show's over. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. What are we gonna? What are we doing here? That was bar none, the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance? What is the chance that ends up on the next uh, Kurt Vile record? 
150%. <laughs> what if you looked into a crystal ball, Kurt, mm-hmm. and you saw you're performing that song <laughs> on The Tonight Show? What, with Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. And you're up there and you're just like, jello shots, jello shots. Yeah, because it was like some kind of like Disneyland (laughs) fairy tale. Or catches on. Yeah, like it catches on somehow. Well, on Jim. Do you ever meet Jimmy Fallon? You know Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, I met Jimmy Fallon. Is he a nice guy? He's all right. Not according to Andy Kindler. Well, he's afraid he was a. He put his fingers through Trump's hair that that uh I met him a long time ago. That ruffled a couple feathers. Look, I'll say this. You could want to vote for Donald Trump, he'd be your favorite thing. I still wouldn't want to touch that dude's hair. Yeah. He could be your favorite politician in the history of of H- uh, humanity and you're still going to like touch that hair? That's lame. Like that's just... that's the weird like who would want to touch like, why would you want to touch that? It's like, I, I, right, Mike? All right, who's good here, Mike? These people have been a hold an hour and a half. Best show. Uh, hey there, this is Mike calling from Somerville, Massachusetts. What's up, Mike? Um, I had a story uh, about a time I recorded Kurt Vile, but I also want to say I, I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania, and Philly was my city for going to shows, and I used to shop at Third Street Rock and Jazz, and Brother JT is from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where I grew up, so it's, it's good to hear all this old PA talk. Um, so I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm the engineer for MIT, uh, MIT student radio station, so I'm like the dudio of that place, but without the on-air charisma. Um, and Kurt Vile, about 10 years ago, I guess when uh, Constant Hitmaker uh, either had just come out or was about to come out, um, the music director, I guess, got in touch with him and invited him down. And at that time, it was him and Adam G., uh, now in Warren Bruggs, and uh, I guess it was probably a four-piece. And uh, I think the night... Adam, uh, Adam G. But who's uh, Adam, the other person you named? Uh, so Kurt Vile, Adam. Oh, you Ken, said, did you call him Ken? No, you said Kurt Vile, Adam, yep. and then Adam, Warren. No, Adam G. Who is in War on Drugs? Oh, now. I thought you said his name was Warren Drugs. <laughs> no, sorry. No. Um, no. So they were, they were they were a four piece, and uh, I think they had played with uh, um, Cheater Slicks the night before. Um, so anyway, they came into the studio to do uh, an in studio, much like they're doing with you guys tonight. And um, as we set up, as we set up, there's like a half an hour of work putting up microphones while they're playing around with pedals yeah. and such. And so I was eager to talk uh, Philly with yeah. Kirk because it's a city I know and love. And so I said something like, um, so how do you spend your time in Philly? And he said, oh, well, I work at Yards Brewery, uh, so I'm there every day. And I said, oh, what do you do at Yards Brewery? And um, he, he proceeded to say, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, um, oh, it's like, uh, it's like really simple stuff, just like simp- super simple stuff, like 
sometimes they'll, you know, full boxes for the upcoming release, and sometimes I'll, like, you know, drive the forklift around, but it's all, like, uh, it's, like, super simple stuff, and uh, I thought it was both both charming but also pretty funny um, because, you know, we've come okay, to cool. know. Oh, hey, what? Okay. All right. You're taking the we've, scenic route on the story. You got to admit. All that. right, wrapping it up. But um, we've come to know him be to be like you know a, a, a big success. But on that particular day, like ten years ago, he was um, he was he was he was bragging about uh, about how how simple the stuff uh, they asked him to do at Yard Brewery. I wouldn't um, say I was bragging, <laughs> but I know what you mean, though. All right, there's a trip down memory lane. I appreciate the call. Alright. Oh, that's mean. Best show, hi. Hello, this is uh, Ethan in Brooklyn. What's up, Ethan? Uh, I was just calling to ask what you think of the uh, Emoji movie. Oh, it looks great. <laughs> See, what do you think of... Uh, you look so pissed. What, what do you think of uh, T.J. Miller in the lead role? I think he is going to be the ultimate emoji and... I'm already spending a lot of my time figuring out what theater I'm going to sit outside of to try to get uh, in first. And uh, Patrick Stewart? I can't wait to, that he's an emoji also. It sounds... Look, it's not a, It's not for me. What do you think I'm going to say? I can't wait to see it? It's not for me. I'm not 11. Emoji yeah. movie. Look, would I do a voice in the emoji movie? Of course I would. I'd push, I'd push someone into traffic to do a voice in the Emoji movie. They're not asking. So if they're not asking, they, they ain't doing me no good. What, they what, sure did, that. what did you th- Of course they should. But they're not. Look, my friend, Ethan, first of all, you're a troublemaker. Sorry. What do you think of T.J. Miller? You're trying to get me to trash talk this guy. Right? Just, just he's, he's, funny. he's a funny guy. He's funny. You watch yeah, he uh, Sil- he He's funny on Silicon Valley. He's a funny guy. So he is. I agree. I, I remember me carpoolers. He was Heathcliff on carpoolers. So what do you think? I'm going to badmouth the guy now. But you're a little troublemaker, Ethan. <laughs> but look at this. I realize this. Ain't no emoji movie going to come knocking on my door. Ain't no none of this is going to come knocking. I got to build my own thing. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I built this own studio here. Me and me alone, I built it. Wait, no. Dudio. That's why he's called Dudio. He's a dude who built the studio. I watched Dudio build this studio. <laughs> on rock and roll. On rock and roll. He built this studio on rock and roll. No. You're a, you're a mischief maker. Not into it. Get off my phone. Tom. Yo, what's that, Kurt Vile? Star like, of... No, I just want to know if you like this one TV show. It like It's terrible. It hurts so bad. It's so bad. I'm really slow with TV, but tell me, did you ever watch this show at all? Nashville? Did you ever watch it at all? No, I didn't. Never? Not no. even one episode? No. I only oh. saw the movie. Oh. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Well, I didn't even get through that. Hold on. The TV show's worse. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, I it's did watch it. It's one of the greatest it. movies ever made. You like it? Okay. It's a masterpiece. It's one I'm going to watch it again. It's one of the three best movies I've ever seen. 
Really? Yeah. That's a lie. It is not. Really? Yeah. Uh, Steve, have you ever seen the movie Nashville? Huge Altman fan. I love Altman. I do. It's really. It's the culminate. If you watch it it with a, with a, Red, with being this is ready very, to watch it's like it, commotion. it's a commotion. But that's that what, that's what the whole thing is. Well, that's what he does. It is a commotion. All right, all right if you're serious, movie, I'll I'm totally, it. I, I swear, I'm totally serious. I just so never got past the first half hour because it's the whole. If you're, not, it's either you're not, either you're in or you're not in on no, it because it's it's I'm made. In. But it's but made. you never watch one episode. No, I didn't. All right, fine. It's over. But it's made. It's the, the movie's made to 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 be like an immersive experience. And you said three movies. Did you have two? I think it's one of my three favorite so, movies. So, do you have, what are the other two? Um, probably like, the Emoji quick, movie, yeah. and then, See, um, hard to I try. guess the other one hard I'm gonna to say you. is probably Under Siege. Mm. It's a Steven two Sigmar or one? one? Two. Okay. Um, no, um. I like The Abyss. You like The Abyss? Best show. Bob! Yeah! <laughs> what? Ah, you like my accent, no? No, you got a gruff voice. I don't know where your accent is, unless your voice is overmod. Your accent is overmodulating. That's your accent. It could be overmodulating. I I, I, I suspect that it uh, at times could be overmodulating. What about yours? I mean, you say that you uh, speak to the street, and yours doesn't overmodulate. Does my voice overmodulate? I think it does. Okay. Well, may, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I- I'm calling to I, I'm calling to wish you a, a very happy evening. Uh, not to uh, already get into disgruntlement. Look, I'm here with my friends Steve Gunn and Kurt Vile. They came down. They played nice music for everybody. Did you like those songs? So you're there with Kurt Vile? Oh my god! I yeah, hate yeah, this yeah. I am. Voice. Oh, uh, Kurt. What? This is uh, some random dude, genuinely speaking, out in Maryland, who has uh, been so influenced by your music and has taken it to heart. This is uh, I, we speak sarcastically on the show all the time. I know everybody Wait, does. We this is who? Which this is, is we genuine. business? We do. You ain't we, my friend. You ain't my friend. We. Okay, all right, so I'm not going to use that pronoun. I'm sorry. We. That's like you, you say we. You say we the way people, when they talk about a baseball team, that they're not in. What's a pronoun? A pronoun? Know. You don't know what a pronoun is? No. Well, that's, I mean, we need to settle that first and foremost. Well, first of all, you, I, I know who you are. You're a troublemaker also. I am. I very much am. Well, why don't you say something nice for once in your 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 uh, I, I sad life? I try to say something nice. I'm trying to wish you a very lovely evening. Yeah. Why don't you say <laughs> something true. nice? Say true. something it's nice. True. Say something nice. I'm not lying. It's morning this now. Not actually. a yeah. lie. Thanks. I'm really calling to reach out in in goodwill. To How say dare I you? Having a good evening. Why? Why do you reject that? Why? Why is that? Why is that? Why do you reject that? Oh come on! Oh come on! Because your voice is just dripping with. Yeah, you're, you're like the audio version of a. <laughs> so what are you trying to do here? Is this really what you're? Well, what are you trying to do here with your with your call? No, this Brian? is actually uh, I'm Ian. I'm sorry. 
sounds a little oh, bit Oh, it's Ian. What, who does he sound a little bit like? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know this guy. He sounds a little bit like drunk. I don't know. He sounds he sounds no, drunk. I'm not. No, he's I'm clearly not. drunk. I am too. No, I'm not. That is it's, not. It's true. all right. Is, You're drunk. It's okay. It's all, right. it's all right. You're drunk. So am I. Just go I lay was, down. Was, Your head'll spin for a while. No, Hopefully, you don't throw up in the middle of the night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So Frank Frank Zappa was drunk. What? What is that? Yeah. God, what? Well, I'm you're you're as bad as Frank Zappa. Wackos, the wackos are automatically. He's not. No, Frank Zappa was the opposite of a wacko. You're not Frank. He was a Zappa. controlling bully. I'm not. Not a wacko. What? How is he a wacko? I don't Because he sang toilet that lyrics. Point. That makes him a wacko. That's not the point. I'm. That's not the point. I'm trying to make. They're going down, down, got a car, got a, got a toilet blues, baby. Watch out, watch out where the huskies go and don't you eat that yellow snow. Watch out, you got a clogged no, toilet, baby. Uh, don't even get me started on that. On uh, what? We won't. You know of uh, yeah. Vita Blue? What? Vita Blue. You what, the baseball player? Yeah. Oh, you're so boring. You are so boring. I actually like the way he said yeah that time. No, well, it's one moment. Okay, out of 11 minutes, he came up with a good three seconds. Ah! That seems to be about his batting ah! average. And he did it again and took it away. Yeah. Ah! Oh, you're so boring. What's it like oh, to be that on, boring? You're me. I've got so I don't many love great you. things to argue about. You're hey, boring. You you're a bore. Wow. Have you talked about Chris Cornell tonight? That's mean. Yeah, what, no. what am I supposed to talk? What, what do you want me to no, talk we about? Talk about Chris Cornell. What? You can't talk about Chris Cornell? No. Why would I talk about it? Why wouldn't you? That's not nice. You're not nice. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Look, the poor guy. It was clearly had problems, and he got. I'm not going to talk about that. Do you think that's funny? I don't think it's funny. Why would you assume that I was... Because you got this smirky quality in your voice. Why didn't you talk about it? Huh? You didn't talk about it. Huh? Why not? Hey, Tom, that's your problem. That's not mine. Well, it's your problem, bro, because it's my show. Oh, because you're a shitty, fluffing, blow-maker, snow-hazing mother. Wow. This I don't stinks. even know what that meant. It's like Jeez, the, oh, it meant so much to you, you don't even know. Yeah, I guess I don't. I guess, uh, oh, please let me be on your level. Oh, oh let me be on your level, guy who was on hold for 80 you, you minutes. You want to try to be on my level again. Wow, this is where that's going. I'm actually scared of him. He should be. He's a creep. This guy's a creep. Look, I've talked Hi. to this guy off the air. He's admitted that he's a, he's a comedian. He's an improviser. He's trying to do stuff, and he wants me to, to uh, come check him out. I won't. So he calls up with these angry calls because he's he he's a he's a frustrated performer who, who can't get can't get his career going, and he's taking it out on me in the audience because I won't give him the time of day and watch some dumb video he sent me. Kurt, are you there? No, <laughs> I'm not here. Kurt. No, Kurt. what? Kurt, Kurt, he's killing me. This is not true. Okay. Did you or did you not? Did you or did you not email me? Vita Blue with his stats back in 1982 would tell you he would tell you otherwise. You're so boring. You guys must be grasping for straws. You're so boring. I'm just, I'm just, I'm actually marveling at how somebody could be as consistently boring as you. 
I love being as boring as I possibly well, can. You, I, I'm glad you love it because you certainly are it. I, I, well, that's what I try to do. Have, have you seen any hummingbirds? No, how uninteresting! Ne- so uninteresting. I've never liked animals. Come on, uh, come on. This, this is what this guy does all the time. Hey, you gonna go buy a new couch? Come on, what do you want to talk about buying a new couch? Come on, what's hey, wrong hey, with you? Hey, if you got some upholstery, I can give it to you. Oh, oh my god! What a snooze! You're a snooze, bro. And I'm I not know. gonna watch your I dumb know. videos. <laughs> no matter how many times you send me the videos, I'm not watching them. I'm not going to come check your dumb uh, improv troupe out. There's a reason why you didn't get into the Del Close thing. I, I'm not going to help you get into it. I don't care. So, and, and do, you, do you think I care about getting into any of these clubs? That's what you wrote me. The That's why you keep emailing me. I, I, I've never emailed you once in my life. Yeah, my, my, I wish you only emailed me once in my life. Oh, this, what about giggles? Go down giggles. Giggles down in Wildwood. Yeah, go hey, down to Wildwood. Blue. Hey, buy the blue. Buy- <laughs> oh, my God. Please give me some reason. Final call. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To who, whom am I speaking? <gasps> this is Evan from Saskatchewan. Hello, all. <sighs> What's up, Evan? <laughs> we that, love guy, is that, that guy's the worst caller Evan, in the history lo- of the show. we love you so much, whoever you Come are. Come on. What's going Thanks, on? Thanks, bro. Evan, hey, yeah. I li- I've never experienced that in my life. That was tough. Listening or being on. Oh, that guy sucks. Come on. Right, Mike? Why'd you let him through then? That's a, that's a blemish on Mike's thing. His thing. Mike, you shouldn't have let him through. You know what I'm taking? That's a blemish on your thing, Mike. Mike, I'm taking away. Uh, Blunder. T- I'm taking it away from you. Yeah, Mike. Give me the, uh, give me all your se- uh, seventy-seven dead shows. I'm gonna smash them in the street. That's your punishment. Even when they played uh, Hunter College or whatever that one show you are always talking about. <laughs> you gotta hear this version of Crazy Fingers. Come on! <laughs> oh my god! Come on! You don't like the Grateful Dead? You don't like when they do Mississippi Half Step Uptown Toodaloo? Come on! <laughs> Didn't have me more wrong. Oh my god! <laughs> so what do you? What's going on there in Saskatchewan, bro? I'm in Vancouver uh, right now, but I I just wanted to thank the fellas for all the music in studio and out. And uh, I had a hypothetical question for y'all. Mm, Hello. So if you were to, sorry, go ahead, Kurt. No, you go. I just said you sound like country bumpkin. Go. I am a country bumpkin. So if you guys were to, uh, if you're able to pull an old legend out of obscurity and produce his al- his or her album um, in sort of the style that everybody's done in the past, uh, who, who would that be? Yes. Mike Love. Mike Love. So Steve, no. you'd work with Mike Love. Steve. You know no, no, it's a joke. Sorry. You know you could call your record? Love Gun. Whoa. Gun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Love Gun. Think about it. Okay. Love Gun. Disgusting. Right? Love gone. Love gone. It's Kiss. Oh, Gene Simmons. Yes, Gene Simmons. One of the members of Kiss. That's the only one I know. So you'd bring Mike, Steve Gunn would bring Mike Love. You'd walk him into the Matador offices. Patrick. What about Vile Jeans? 
No, I'm not going to work with that guy. Oh, you said Jesus. Okay, sorry. He, 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 insulted, he insulted Terry Gross, and that's my neighbor. He insulted Terry Gross, and that's my neighbor. And she was like, that, that is a very offensive. He, Steve Gunn walks Mike Love into the Matador that offices. That is a very offensive thing to say. <laughs> Gerard, Gross. Gerard, I'd like you to meet my best friend, Mike Love. Right, is that how it goes? It's uh, be like, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who would you bring out of who would you bring out of retirement or whatever, uh, Kurt? Who would you who would you work with? Oh man. Most of my heroes are dead. Fuck. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm so you're sorry. Ser- you're gonna be serious? I'm sorry. Look, do a ser- you can do a serious okay, I, one. Alright, I'll, I'll take that one. I'm sorry, Tom. Do a serious one. It's all right, Kurt. <clears throat> um, that's how passionate I am. I'm sorry. I know. About that. Literally, all my heroes. Because you know who I thought of? I don't even want to say it. Can I say if, are they de- if they're dead? Who? Waylon Jennings. He's my favorite these days. All right. So um, you would work with Waylon Jennings. Absolutely. And he uh, would work with me, too. Yeah. He'd like you. Um, hmm. I would think someone is still around, and he has Skrillex? to be obscure. Skrillex. Oh, did he say obscure? <laughs> like, a, I'll pull him out of obscurity. Like, would you? Yeah, like if Skrillex hit hard times. Yeah, Skrillex. Yeah. Um, is Vanilla Ice? What's he up to? No, he's in a lot on. of Adam Sandler movies. No, no. Tonight I'm on trying, the okay, show, I'll be serious. Um, we've maybe, got uh, Steve Gunn and Skrillex. Did he say obscure? Can I pipe in? Sure. Sure. So here's an example. Jerry Lewis did one. He had old Swing and a Miss. He had Kid Rock and all these people. Like um, Jerry Lewis, like D- Martin and Lewis? Jer- sorry, no, sorry. Um, my apologies. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, he's not obscure. He's so the he greatest. Jam- he jammed with Kid I know, Rock? but he did, he did one, and it was just a huge miss. Right, so he he jammed with Kid Rock. Yeah, but he jammed what with a, a lot treat. of people on that record. I just saw him at at Stagecoach. What a treat that is for the Jerry killer. Lewis. What, a, what the about killer. what about Little Richard? There you go. He's not obscure. Dude. Nor he, is Jerry Lee Lewis. He's living in Nashville. I, Jerry, I here's I'm, the here's the super jam: Steve Gunn, Skrillex, Mike Love, Mike Love, and Little Richard. Hey. Did you you mentioned Jerry Lee Lewis? Did you just, ever read Hellfire? Just picture that thing. I haven't read Hellfire. Read, Pic- it. Picture, read it, and then you won't be telling me he's obscurest. Picture this band. I understand. Close your eyes and picture this band: Steve Gunn, <laughs> Mike Love, <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> no, no, Little Richard and Skrillex. Skrillex, Skrillex ruined it. Oh, another. <laughs> you know, there's a YouTube. There's a YouTube like. Yeah. YouTube documentary where Skrillex uh, works with the Doors while Ray Manzarek is still alive, oh. and they just like, oh, I can't wait to work with the Doors. Here it is. Here's my track. And like, clearly the Doors, they were like, their 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 manager told them they should do this with Skrillex, modern guy, and then like, so he's like, here's my track, and then he plays the track, and you see all the Doors. And especially Ray Manzarek, and they have so much fear in their eyes <laughs> when they realize what they've like been like, you know, what what happened, like what they've been, re- you know, 
reduced to or whatever. Like, so he's playing the track. It's like, <laughs> and like Ray Manzarek's like, he's like, and then it's done. And then Ray's like, okay, it's a start. It's a start. <laughs> Have you ever? And then seen- they work on a track together. It's it. Does it know about this? No, I don't. You gotta look it up. Out. Have you ever seen the Lou so Reed no Pavarotti video? Oh, yeah, I play it all the time. Oh, here. man. <laughs> Incredible. What? Hey, Tom. It's such a perfect day. I'd like to spend it with you. Lou Reed and Pavarotti. Oh, such a perfect day. So somebody sings that in Lou. What does Lou do? They, it's Lou Reed and Pavarotti. Like, yeah, Lou Reed and Pavarotti in playing. Italy. On a huge stage. You know outside. it. So he, Pavarotti's like, he's and he's like, Lou Reed is and going. And Lou's like, yeah. Look, I've played it on the show before. You know what I'm going to do right Play now? Play again. I'm playing it again because okay. we're in the bonus. If you don't like it, shut it show off. Right, Mike? <laughs> Just like you say, Mike, when somebody plays, you, when somebody doesn't want to <laughs> hear you play uh, 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 Jack Straw, right? <laughs> right, Mike? When you're trying to turn someone someone on to uh, 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 estimated profit from uh, seventy seven from set, Mike usually Ithaca. plays to seventy nine. Mike usually goes to seventy nine oh, with estimated okay. profit. Got it. Got it. Um, hey Tom. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say love to the good brothers and Sadie's. Uh, thanks for the Sadie's love tonight. Oh, uh, they're, they're the greatest band. They're the greatest. They're the greatest living band. Out of Canada, for sure. Modern times. Yeah, thanks for the call, bro. Here you go. Played it before. I'm playing it again. They both walk out. Is that a YouTube? It's YouTube, yeah. It's a YouTube. <laughs> Just a perfect day Drink sangria in the park And then later when it gets dark We go home Just a perfect day Feed the animals in the zoo Then later Playing is uh, Steinberger. Sweet Lou, you do a Lou Reed song. Me? Yeah. What did I do? Sort of Damocles. Oh, would lo- you want me to do it right now? Yeah, I do. Really? Yes. Guitar? You got it. I did it so long ago, but I could do some of it at least. From Magic and Loss.
I see the sword of Damocles is right above your head. Yeah. They try a new treatment to get you out of bed. But radiation kills both bad and good. It cannot differentiate. So to heal you, they must kill you. The sword of Damocles hangs above your head. That mix of morphine and dexedrine, we use it on the street. Kills the pain and keeps you up. Your very soul to keep. So to hear you, they must kill you. The sword of Damocles hangs above your head. All right, that's all I'm doing. It sounds so dark. It's beautiful though. It's a great song. It is great album. It's dark. Think about. It. I used to play that when I was like literally a teenager. I know your favorite album, your favorite Lou Reed album, of course, is Mistrial. No, my favorite is New Sensations because I love nev- the song "Never Hit a Woman." Yeah, where the refrain is, "I try to remember, never hit a woman." <laughs> I try to remember. Yeah. You might want to try re- try real hard. Like, like it, to his to his like defense, it is the eighties when it came out. Because back then they had to try to remember to not hit women. I yeah. try to remember, never hit a woman. <laughs> New sensations. He's got like a joystick. He's just sitting there in his leathers. He was a big champion of video games for people. He was did that he? one song. The final song on New Sensations is that video game song about def- about uh. Defender, isn't that what it is? I don't know. You, we were, you were texting me. Oh, might as well have been on Christmas. It might, it might have been. Really you, you were, li- you were texting me. It might as well have been the, on Christmas Day. You're like, I've been listening to every Lou Reed. I listen to all of them. I listen to all of them in a row. And I'm going to do a podcast. <laughs> we're going to start in a few weeks. It's going to be reviewing every Lou Reed album and every Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> well. I got a favorite Adam Sandler. What's that? Click. You like click? Yeah. You're pro click. Mike, ask Studio what his favorite Adam Sandler movie is, please. Now, Mike, answer back in duty with your duty impression. That's the meanest thing. These guys truly hate each other out there. No. Because Dudio, a Dudio impression is more like this. I'm kind of partial to little Nicky. And then Mike goes, I'm kind of partial to little Nicky. Well, first of all, little Nicky's a great movie. Steve? Yes. Favorite Adam Sandler movie? Is he in Sandlot? No. No, that's his I'm name is big, I'm not a big, Adam uh, Sandlot. No, but I don't really cl- know. Click is funny because it's like obviously when he's 
out of his prime. Yeah. Because Billy Madison is actually funny. Even you might not Billy remember Ma- it. Billy way. Madison and Happy Gilmore are masterpieces. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you agree. Yes. Little Nicky is like those movies. But is also great. Click has one part that's so funny just because it's so stupid. Because, you know, Click, the premise is he's so lazy eating mm-hmm. ding-dongs and ho-hos yeah. through his, like, middle years with his family that, like, all of a sudden he finds this remote. When anybody asks him to remember anything, he can vid- rewind. So then one day his wife is like, you know, you remember our first song? He's like, oh, sure I do. And then he rewinds to it. It's their first date when they're in high school and they start dancing. It's like their first dance. And it's Do You Have to Let It Linger, the Cranberry mm-hmm. song. Oh. And then they almost kiss. They, they're about to kiss. And then he's watching himself as he's young. And then he starts singing along. And he's got like an Irish accent. And he's like, you know I'm such a fool for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Stupid. It's pretty good. It's a good song, right? I, I kind of do like it. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to have let to it linger? I'm such a fool for you, right? You know I'm such a fool for you. <laughs> you do other songs like that, right? Yeah. Do you have to? By the way, that was Paul's favorite band growing up. Cranberries. Is that true, Paul? Yeah. He would, Im- he would imitate no. the yodel. No. 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 He'd always be like, he'd always be like, He'd always be imitating that for sure. Jehello, jehello, right? Hey, hello, best show. Hello. Hi, you're the final call tonight. Well, I'm, I'm honored. Um, hi, Kurt. Hi, Steve. Hi, Tom. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Oh yeah. Um, I'm telling you. I'm oh doing yeah. Oh, well, why would? Yeah, Why would you do that? I start doing it, then you do it all over me. Is that really how? <laughs> Sorry. Well, what's your What's your name? Ben. Ben, where Where are you calling from, Ben? Seattle. What's going on in Seattle tonight? Not much. You uh, hanging out? With... Asleep. Okay, wake them up. Pour some cold water on their heads. Right? Go in their room. This is what you do. Get some ice water. Fill a glass with ice. Then fill it with cold water. Dump it on their heads. Whoa. Right? But yeah. put on... Do you have any kind of mask or anything you could wear? A screen mask? I, I'll fa- I could fashion one. Did you wrap... Why don't you wrap a, a, a bed sheet around your face to look like that Mars Volta album cover? Right? And then just go in the room and go, Help me! Help me! Right? Like, pour the cold water in her face and just go, help me! Help me! You think you're, how upset, how ruined do you think your kids would be tonight? You could change their entire lives if you just, if you went, poured cold water on them and you had a sheet wrapped around your face and you're just like, help me! Help me! You would toughen them up. Tough, exactly. Toughen them up. Tough love. What's the best Lou Reed album, Steve Gunn? Bells. The Bells, they're interesting. Street House is pretty good. Too. Actually, I, I don't Waves know of Bells. Fear. <laughs> is that Street, is street that Bells? That's not Bells. It's on Blue Mask. Yeah, Blue, Blue Mask. Mask. Yeah. yeah. He, he gets legendary Bob Quine in the band, and then he just sabotages the record. 
Lou. So you say... Metal Machine music is my favorite. Seriously? No. No? I like Metal Machine music. We all like it, but it's not our favorite. I don't think, yeah. So what would you say, honestly? What do you, honestly, you, you pick know, one. You know which one I really like is Take No Prisoners? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. One. Yeah. yeah, that's, it's so insane. I think Lou yeah. Reed, it's, no, it's, like it's so ridiculous. As yeah. good as some it. of his music is, he never, he doesn't have a perfect album. I mean, Transformer is, you know, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hold on a second. <clears throat> There's no sorry. perfect Lou Reed album. Not exactly perfect. They're all great. He's so great. But what's perfect to you? No, for me, Lou no, no, Reed, no, that's no, what Lou fine. Reed's all about. Yeah, it's not. It's not perfect. You want to know that's... what? This is what I'll say. I will agree completely with you on this, Kurt. Coney everybody... Island, baby, masterpiece. No. Everybody, everybody puts you put Lou Reed and David Bowie together. It's like David Bowie's all up in the stars and stuff. David, Lou Reed's on the street. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's never perfect. You're right. He's never perfect. There's always a bad lyric. <clears throat> Like that magic and loss, that first thing about the, the, but this, that thing about the mayonnaise (laughs) milkshake. What is that line? Egg cream. Well, not egg cream. Kurt. Ice cream. cream. You dream. We all like egg cream. Egg cream. Sit the twilight, really. But I listened to all the albums over the last couple months. Mm. And you're right. Nothing's perfect. You know what's perfect? The four Velvet Underground albums. They are perfect. Boom, 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 boom. They're also they, they are, laid the template they're, for they're everything. Great. They're great, but also aside from you, I hate when people like still try to praise them. They're like, "Happy birthday, Lou Velvet Underground, the greatest." Not you, but other like. Nah, it's you also, hate it when I do it. No, I love. No, you can do whatever you want, Tom. Not but this is a musician thing. What about the Matrix? It's like there's also there are per- masterpieces, but it's also a little bit played out. Oh no, it's totally played. Look, it's played out because it's, you hear it in saying, everything. Yeah, but there was like, oh yeah, the, I want to give a shout out to Lou and the Velvet on the Ground, this greatest masterpiece, Velvet on the Ground. Nico, like no crap. Okay, like, well look at this. Okay, then do this. You take <laughs> take these Lou Reed albums and figure out what the corresponding John Cale album was that year, mm, right? Whoa. And then you think about what Velvet Underground album would that have been if John Cale started dropping some of these songs on the album. And Cale, he like did the, the first Stooges album, yeah. Masterpiece. And the and Modern, Modern Lovers. Lovers. Yeah. Hey, did Patty you see Smith. the Danny Field documentary yet? I saw some of it. Danny says? I saw some of it. Pretty good. I liked what I saw. Pretty great. Look, John Cale has more perfect albums than Lou Reed. Made right? Yeah. Do you remember? Debate? No. Hey, debate. We just talked about how all I'm these Lou like, Reed albums are great. I'm like riding but, your coattails. Like, you're like debatable. I'm like debatable. Well, what's the most, what's the, then the caller, what's the most perfect uh, Lou Reed album in your mind? Uh, Magic and Loss? No. Look, that, that's way up there. Uh, sorry. I, I think Kurt might be right. Maybe there is no perfect Lou Reed album. There isn't. Yeah. Although maybe the closest, the closest one would be, would be would be Take No Prisoners. I don't That's know so that one. The clo- oh, Kurt, no, no. the closest one would would be Transformer as a production. I think Transformer. Yeah, Transformer is actually, definitely. I think Transformers but thinner than people think. The one I, no, the it one is, I, but it's still the big best production. I'll tell you what. His first album, <clears throat> which yeah. has a lot of. 
redone Velvet songs mm-hmm. with the song Going Down. And it's got people from Yes playing in this band. Yeah. Mm. But Rick, like, Rick the song Wakeman. Going Down, you should play, you know the song Going Down? It's like one of the only ones that's not a Velvet Underground yeah. redo. Yeah. When you in a you know dream, what else I love you think? as well? And What's you that? know you're going down. Like there's, that's there's a great like song. an era of Lou with Robert Quine, mm-hmm. and like you know how Lou is like this king in Italy, mm-hmm. and there was a live record, yeah, live in Italy, live in Italy. Yeah, that shit's insane. Yeah. The, the they do Uh-oh. a Sister Ray version of that. It's okay, we're past. Sorry. <laughs> okay, don't worry, Steve. We sorry. We we we, we they do a, a version of Sister Ray, mm-hmm. and it's. It's really good. Yeah. That's, well, I guess that's all I have to say. I would say Take No Prisoners, though. I think so, too. Cause, cause it's, Which one is Take No Prisoners? It's the There's double a, live album. Yeah, it's like a comic drawing on the front. Oh, it's the double. one where he's like, watch me turn into Lurie before you bury your eyes. Yeah. The one where he's just like, like give me a tissue. I'll, he's yeah, like, he's, he's, give he's, me an issue. I'll give you a he's tissue. Lashing, he's lashing yeah. out at yeah. the... Uh, the 15-minute version of Walk on the Wild Side where he explains... Amazing. He's talking about the report, the journalist, lashing out yeah. at the journalist. I, it's so good. I think Watch me turn into Louis. Chris Gow. I don't have it. From the bottom line. Right? Go, yeah, where he's talking about but Chris Gow. So but then at the end, but then all of a sudden they do the straightest version of Street Hassle on it. Yeah, it's perfect. It's just like perfect. Is it? perfect. I got to yeah. get it. It's oh, really so good. good. Yeah. Honestly, there's like a WHYY special from the 90s, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we all saw, but like that's like a centerpiece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it and they even interviewed the reporter that it was making fun of. So I yeah I guess I, I don't so caller own, own that album. Then caller, what yeah. do you think the perfect one is then? If you were just like the perfect album, debatable, debatable. debatable. You were like debatable. Oh, I was just I, that was just me saying dumb shit. But oh, get hey, you can't curse. It's what is sorry, this? I started. It. I started. It's all right. No, I did. It's all right. So because look, John Callis perfect albums. Yes, yeah, Paris, nineteen nineteen. Have you ever like seen? Have you ever like seen Lou on the street or anything like that? Well, he's dead now. I know, so. but no, I heard, I saw a tweet where you at least said you saw him. Maybe yeah, I was lying. making all that stuff okay. up. I claimed he was sitting across from me in a Starbucks, and yeah. that was a whole long running. I met. I, I saw him once, and I got up the guts to go and say hi. You did? Yeah. Was he nice? He was nice. Yeah. That's wow, awesome. that's probably. Well, I worked in an art gallery, mm-hmm. and there was this. You know, there was a, an art. Uh, this artist, Julian Schnabel. Mm-hmm. I love and, her work. Man, I mean, yeah. you know, it was a bit of a ridiculous situation. But he had this art show, and I was like the guy who, you know, I got asked to kind of just be a, a security guard of okay. sorts. And there was a private showing, viewing sure. slash party yeah. for Julian's yeah. art show, yeah. whatever. It was totally ridiculous. But all these but he directed came. the live Berlin thing. And, uh, he did the he did yeah, Diving Bell and the Andy Butterfly. Or, yeah, and right, he, yes, he did. But the, he knew a lot of people, so that he had this little party, and I was working with my friend, and and Lou was just there, and mm-hmm. it was, we were just hired to kind of close up and sweep up, you know, after the party or whatever. But we were like hanging around, after and Lou. all these people were there, and I was like, you know what, let's just go up and talk to him, mm-hmm. just stand there, and we went up to him, and it was a really boring story, but no, no, it's I, not. I it's just not. said, I, I just went up to him, and I was, you know, I just said. Hey, Lou. Hey. Shook his hand. We chit-chatted for a little bit. It's awesome. And it was relaxed and great. Yeah, it was super fun. Super cool. It's kind of like me and Patty Smith in the elevator when I ran into Patty. No, wait. No, that went the opposite of... How'd that go? It didn't go well, and I don't... Mm-hmm. I was in an, I went into an elevator with her, and then I asked her if she ever saw Humble Pie back in the day. And then she looked terrified. Not great. 
It's like uh, AP Mike, where you ran into Bruce Springsteen when you were a kid, right? Well, when he's a kid's better than now. Mike ran into him in '78. Well, he's like, hey, that's very far. When when he had uh, it was a uh, darkness, and then Mike was asking him all these questions. That's beautiful. And like it's Mike asked him. They asked him something. Bruce was talking to them so much that at a point Mike was like, "We have to get going." Wow. And they had to leave Bruce Springsteen. Well, that's like, beautiful. Like Bruce Springsteen was just like because Mike was a kid and he's just like, "Am I doing this right, Mike?" It's too much. Mike was just like. Like, how much do you get paid for a show and when you do a thing? And Bruce is like, well, you know, we get paid. Like, he's answering every question completely sincerely and just talking and talking and talking so much that you Mike and his friend, really well. Mike and his friends are finally like, we gotta, we gotta go. go, dude. Sorry, you're talking too much. Folks, I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Speaking of gotta go. Oh, man. It's time to go. Any final things? You guys? Uh, I love you. Peace. I love you so much. I love you, Kurt. Thanks for having you me. You know that, of course. Thanks, Steve, for coming. Come visit me in Ocean City. I'll be there with my my, my wife and two daughters. I just want to <laughs> give a shout-out to Lou and Rachel. <laughs> you eat at that pizza place? Yeah, I'd eat at that pizza place. Manko's? Mac and Manko's. Or right? Manko and Manko. No, no, no. no. They broke up. Who? Mac and Manko. Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that pizza place... Manco and Manco, is now that what it Manco is? Now it is, yeah. Yeah. It's a good slice. They had a was, falling out as love as often will. I ate, I ate at that pizza place, right? I was yeah. just like, alright, I get it. It's very good. It didn't change my <laughs> life. Yeah, it's not a... There's like people lined up waiting to get pizza at this place. Yeah. Like, really? That's guys, just... It's sure pizza. Come on, guys. I can't even eat the cheese anymore. So, everyone. <laughs> yeah. My notes. friend Kurt Vile. First of all, you did that song that had my name in it, which oh. was the sweetest thing ever. Ha! And that'll be a part of this secret project. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that will be on a record. I think so. Oh Unless it doesn't God. make the cut. How can it not make the cut? It's going to make the cut. It's got to make the cut. Yeah, well, I, I wrote that, that and I was thinking about you, Tom. Tom? No, that's on the, the, the three-lobed... Uh, Split that you guys That's did. Cool. That's a great one, song. yes. Oh, yeah. Was that, that was... parallelogram? <laughs> You're telling me? Of course it was great. So, but you're working on a secret album that's going to come out. Yeah. You're directing a porno movie. Yes, I am. And it's great. <laughs> and you're, you're um, also working on some stuff for the next proper KV album. Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> and 2017 is going to be a big 2018 is going to be a big year for both of you because Steve you're also working on some new stuff yes that will come out mm-hmm. and I can't wait I tell you cool and I'm all still up we, me, and, me and you can be in a a, a really a, like a Oscar winning movie together as well a comedy look, I'm ready to do a thing I'm done I'm, look I want to be in it Come on, you want to be in it? You're I funny. Wanna... I know you're funny. I want to be in it. Give me a chance. Look. What is it? Give me a chance. Look. Okay. I've had a hard time. Kurt, Steve, Paul, Mike, Dudio, Pat. You all know. 
There's not easy days. A few months ago, got in a car accident. Then a uh, month or so after that, lost my job. I was in the hole, in the tank, in the toilet, in the can. And I bottomed out, baby. I was down there, and I'll tell you, you know what the best thing about it? I realized it was a gift. A problem never comes along without a gift in the hand. That's what they say, Dudio. Did you know that? A problem never comes along without a gift in its hand. And I said to myself, so many times, where's the gift? Where's the gift? I see the problem. I don't see the gift. Try as I may. Try as I might. The gift never showed up. Until two weeks ago, when I said to myself, You know what? You can't stop me. You can't stop me, these bums and halfwits who tried to bring me down. Take my money from me. I don't care. I'm not just money. Am I just a receptacle for money? No. You want to live with money as some sort of code and some sort of metric for what's good or bad in your life? Fine. You're going to rot for it. You're going to rot if that's what you're living by. I'm here for quality. I'm here for eternity. I'm here to do the good stuff. That's what I'm here for. I'm making stuff that matters. So I took my computer, I started writing, I wrote like crazy, like the veritable wind did I write. Finished a thing, slammed the lid on it, it's done, I'm starting the next thing tomorrow, I'm back, I'm going to start just cranking these things out, because I a war out there, it's a war, Kurt, Steve, Paul, Mike, Dudio, Pat, Bob, Dylan, Bob, Neil, Macho Man, And I say, not unlike the late, great macho man Randy Savage said, he said the cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah, is what he said. The cream rises to the top. And we are the cream. We are the cream. And we are now rising. Watch us rise. Best show back next week. Bye.